What is up, Wolf Den fam? Wolf of Balt Streeticus here. Injecting and suplexing another round of dapper talks into your week. What's up, my man, Jay? Hey, what's up? Wolf. <laughs> Wolf of Ball Streeticus. <laughs> Wolf of Ball Streeticus. You're full you're you're going you're leaning you're really leaning into the the, the Streeticus. <laughs> I uh, really, really going full in into treatisms. Yeah, treatisms. Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> you got, I've... you got, you got jokes in the, you got jokes in the, uh, uh, in the, in the chat. You, you've got, uh, uh, you know, the isms. Uh, yeah, it's a full, a full embracing, full embracing of the treatikus, treatikus lifestyle, baby. Yeah, so how you doing? Jump, you, got a clear, you got a clear weekend here, or, or uh... yeah, pretty clear. Yeah, it's been a really busy month. Um, pretty clear weekend. Gonna watch some hockey tomorrow. Uh, I had the day off today. I worked late last night, so it's been nice. Had a good day. Did uh, some jujitsu. Did some lunch out with some friends. Sounds killer. Now I'm just uh, drinking a Negroni, getting ready to chat with my good friend Jay, and yeah. uh, there we go. We're we're on it. We're on it. How are you doing? How's your Black Friday? Did you go get in a fight in a Walmart yet? No, I uh, I, uh there were a number of years uh, when my kids were little that uh, that we would go and do the crazy shit to try and get you know save a buck. Shit. Yeah, save a buck. But uh, now that I'm now that I'm NFT rich you know, and, and money is not a concern anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like, uh, that and, and with, uh, the rise of, you know, online shopping and stuff, it's just so much easier easier to just get an online internet deal and have it shipped right to my door than, than to, to go and, and then, and I did work retail for a number of years too, and had to work some Black Fridays. So, uh, right, and it was just horrid, you know. Saw some pretty, some pretty selfish and terrible shit along <laughs> along the way. Yeah, of course, uh, you know, and that like just the lure of capitalism that spurred that on too, where people are so consumed with goods, you know. Yeah, and I, it was back in the day when. Uh, when uh, the Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings were, was coming out, right, and I was working for uh, Best Buy, and uh, and so you know had all these people who wanted to get you know the director's cut edition that came with you know the Gollum figurine or something like that, and <laughs> just getting screamed at all day because collector shit. Yeah, every every yeah every store had like you know ten of them, and so they were gone the minute they took the plastic wrap off of the off of the the pallet or whatever, and and you'd have people coming in all day long, uh, saying, "Hey, I want uh, I want my Gollum figurine," and uh, and I had to say, "I'm sorry, we don't have any," and uh, and they didn't want to hear it. I ruined right. their Black Friday. Yeah, you you guys also imposed Black Friday on us about ten years ago. There was nary a Black Friday sale in Canada. Yeah. To where now now it's like Black Friday month at all the stores. 
Well, yeah, Black Friday, and then they have Cyber Monday, right? Yeah. Was the thing. Uh, and now it's like. Yeah, downtown Vancouver was bird. empty today, I saw on a post. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Barely anybody was out. Yeah, because we used to do Boxing Day, Jay. That was our big day in Canada. But now it has shifted in the last 10 years to the, this Black Friday thing, even though it's not Thanksgiving here. Yeah, gosh. I boxing had some. Uh, I mean, isn't the yeah. origins? Isn't the origins of Boxing Day like you're supposed to like, you know, take all all your, you know, it's it's supposed to be the reversal of that, right? It's supposed to to be like donating or giving away all the shit you don't use. Anymore. Am I the only one up here with a blue check mark? Yeah, and uh, we're all way too cheap. <laughs> it's probably why we have no reach on our spaces anymore. It used to be like immediately three. 30 people, 40 people, and now without our check marks, we're just like, eh? just me and Jay and, and Ahmad. Uh, so hey, Ahmad! I, I didn't get any packs because I, I wanted to save my uh, ammo for the Scotty Barnes, um, which I was thankfully able to trade with Spork. Shout out Spork from the Wolf Pack. Uh, just able to trade some Wolf, Minnesota Timberwolves moments for uh, the Scotty Barnes. I still need that Coloco, but I'm just waiting to see. Oh, I, I got an extra one, and Dave gifted me one for nothing, so I, I'll just pass on the treat to you. Oh, wow. Yeah, he gifted me one the other day, and then I did buy a uh, rare pack today, so I'll, I'll send you a Coloco. It's wrap, oh, keep it yeah. in the wrap circle. I'm glad I brought my checkmark waves into the spaces. Yeah. I know. Wolfpack utility. Yeah, Wolfpack right there. I also want that uh, Scotty Barnes, and I haven't got it. I ended up in my pack with a Anthony Simons uh, for the win moment. So at least it's a blazer. I collect blazers and rafters, so I guess I did get a blazer. He's been playing. Still well. looks like a butthole. The throwdown art does look like a butthole. <laughs> but that Scotty dunk is just ferocious. Look, that's a true throwdown, you know, like. You got to be dunking it, I feel, on somebody or put some emphasis on it if you're going to call it a throwdown. Did you say emphasis? Yes. It did. It did. I like it. We got to say that more. <laughs> That's the yeah. one you really put, put your all into it. And, and the Coloco uh, rookie debut, you know, it's his first bucket. Classic top shot. Um, but he, he, I like that he cleaned up the mess from Pascal Siakam, his Cameroonian twin tower. Yeah, and Coloco's been a fun little rookie. Like, he's not going to win rookie of the year or anything, but he could be uh, just exactly a player we need moving forward for the Raptors, too. It's been a fun yeah. ad. Dude, a second-round pick, like, starting, like, a bunch of games in their first year like this yeah. is, is a home run. And, so, and he's, like... Good. He has potential to like for sure the rim, and and that's what we need, right? And that that fun layer that you always told us about—that when you go to summer league and you get to see the guy play on your team, and then all of a sudden he's there, and you're like, "Oh, this is great," you know? Yeah, you know him intimately. (laughs) Yeah, basically, we're like almost roommates. Basic. That's exactly like. It's a thin line between watching guy play once to like being best friends. There's not a little, there's not a lot of space in between that, you know. Yeah, it's a quick, easy step. I was hopeful the Raptors would perform a bit better, but I mean, we've had so many injuries, so it's hard to fault them. But 
Um, I, I, with my favorite teams, I try to just go bright eyed optimism. Like, like, like that when I was a kid, you know, just kind of, that's when it's fun when you just put your whole heart into a team and you live or die yeah. on each win. Um, even though, you know, your basketball analytic mind might be like, okay, maybe we're losing, we're missing well, this or that, but why not? You, know, try I, to you can do both. I think the optimistic view is we've been missing a lot of the team for most of the season and we're still treading water um, where a lot of teams that at any point are missing their top one, two, three best players wouldn't be a 500 team, you know? So I think there is a, there is an optimistic view of that. You know, the Raptors still, if we can get healthy, I think we're a good team, but yeah, when you go into every game and it's like, who's not playing tonight? Oh, Siakam, Barnes, Freddie, like this is pretty damn tough for them, and they're still making games of it, you know. Uh, although the last game did kind of suck, it was an yeah, unusually bad sports day for Ahmad and I on Wednesday. Um, so I cheer incredibly hard for Team Germany in the World Cup, but then our beloved Canadians have made the World Cup for the first time in 36 years. So on Wednesday, the Germans, the Canadians, my favorite sports team, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Raptors all got toasted and i thought at the end of the day i was like ah, not very often four teams i really hard cheer for lose in one day <laughs> and it had potential to be a truly great day because how many times is like those three for me like canada oilers and raptors playing the same day yeah i, I was like wow, first time in our life yeah right in the world cup so um no but i totally hear you it kind of we got burned at the end of it but canada though like the soccer <laughs> They look good. It's not a soccer uh, talk here, but I'm not we can talk about fan, whatever but... we want. Yeah, they they played in. We're collecting football, and connecting. Uh, we're yelling tree to kissisms. Right. Uh, yeah. We're we can do whatever we want. That's the freedom that tree to kiss has given us to connect. So, so mm-hmm. I was actually like pretty impressed with the Canadian club. I thought they were playing inspired football out there, and especially the first half, like they were taking it to them. And I didn't even realize, like, Belgium's the number two ranked team in the world. Like, if we have that yes. sort of ability in us, and we had so many close chances. I Belgium think, won like, the Euros the last time out. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah. So Yes, like and we missed days. a penalty shot. Like, it was, it sh- and we dominated. We were the better team. It was probably 70, 30 chances for Canada. So, yeah, for, exactly. I liked the swagger at the end of the game when they said, what does Canada think about Croatia? And our coach said, fuck Croatia. <laughs> we're swaggering out. Yeah, they were. They, they definitely played amazing. I thought the first half especially, but, you know, Belgium got a lead. It's a different game at that point. Um, but, yeah, Davies was quick. I guess there was some controversy around like, why they can only kick. But, you know, you got to trust your best players. In that situation, yeah. I think he's our best guy. But it's cool that Canada's like our basketball or soccer, or like on the come up, and this is like just the beginning. It feels like SGA. He's he's our bright Canadian baller this year. He's been unbelievable. I just actually recently put in an offer for four four hundred twenty dollars for a SGA Metallic Gold Series One, so I was able to get that one and. I think he legit, like, obviously Steve Nash is up the, is at the top, but he has the potential to be, like, the best Canadian basketball player ever, just based on his, like, 
efficiency and, and skill and, and uh, proficiency, you know. So, but he needs that playoff success. But Oklahoma City, like, has a lot of assets. It'll be interesting to see where they are in a few years. And But uh, the Clippers must be kicking themselves by drinking the Kawhi Kool-Aid and trading a Shea for Paul George and a boatload of other stuff. That looked like a terrible deal for the Clippers. They could have built around Shea and, like, probably been further ahead of where they are now. Jay, well, as we're talking about teams losing, your um, your putrid Timberwolves took another L today. How did that feel? Man, uh, well, I mean, I was I was getting ready to to return it to Wolves talk tonight. If they would have won, it would have been six in a row. Uh, they, so they was it really? Eight. It would have been six in a row. Jeez, I haven't yeah. paid attention. I guess. Oh, so they're I not know. putrid anymore. Yeah. Well, they no. I mean, when you lose the to the Hornets without you know Lamelo Ball. Uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. I mean, I at Rosier had a good game, and and Ubre just he's he's a bucket, and uh, I mean, it, but they shot like something. The Wolves shot some like something like twenty two percent from the three point line, and it's like the whole point of getting Rudy Gobert was to shore up your you know shore up your defense to be you know just lock down lock down defenders. And, uh, and, and give Cat the kind of the, the, the freedom to, you know, kind of roam the three point line as this, you know, all time greatest, you know, big man three point shooter or whatever. And he was one for 11, you know, so it's, I mean, it's been, it's been pretty poor, like losing to the teams that, you know, you gotta have the W, you know, against it's, it's been, it's been sad, but the, I mean, the West in general has been just really kind of squirrely this whole year. I mean, the teams you would expect to be at the top uh, aren't necessarily there. And, you know, you've got, you've got the, the jazz up there and, and, and some other teams that, uh, the, the, the skangs, the Sacramento yeah. Kings and the jazz are yeah. sitting four or five right now. So yeah, Trailblazers are sitting eight, one ahead of of uh, Mini. Right, the top right. three is kind of where you think it should be, you know, Nugget, Nugget, Suns, Pelicans. Yeah, uh, but the you know the Vikings continue to to eke out wins, you know. So you know, right now we're we're uh, right now we're a football town. <laughs> That'll change. Yep. That'll yes. Change, uh, uh, in short order. Um, and uh, the USA Club, uh, you know, uh, you know, was able it's a to, big draw. To, to, yeah, to 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 get the draw. So that uh, gives them a little what's, bit. What's the World Cup buzz like in Minnesota? Do lots of people watch and get on the USA bandwagon? I'd be uh, interested in Davies' take too, because Davies out in California there. No, like I mean, uh, soccer in. Minnesota, it was it's football. You have American football, Kev. We don't call it football here, bro, unless you're pretentious. Well, you guys know I'm a history guy. I did a deep dive into in, into you know kind of world went down the World Cup rabbit hole, reading reading a bunch of history and stuff, and soccer origins and FIFA when that started and. Uh, and and football as a global sport and and all that and uh, you know the the word soccer comes from 
you know, associ- you know, association, the, the SOC part of association. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, 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 a English slang. Uh, and, and that's how it got adopted. But um, in soccer instead of a, instead of football, but uh, the fun, the, the funnest fact that I found out uh, was that uh, originally the game was, uh, you know, a ball, but there was no defined, you know, number of people on your team. It was just like either neighborhoods or towns or whatever agree to meet. And like, we're going to kick it. We're going to kick this fucking ball until we get it to this, you know, we're each, we each have to get it to this predisclosed spot. And the first one to get it to their spot wins. (laughs) And, and there's not really a specific position wherein like people play, there, there really was no defenders, midfielders, forwards, or a goalkeeper back then. It was just oh, everyone wanted or, or be the one to be the one to kick the ball into the specific goal. Yeah, I mean, it was essentially a melee, and you know, and it was interesting to to find out like things like uh, you know, red cards and yellow cards weren't even a thing until like the seventies or something like that. Uh, they uh, within the last hundred years they put a crossbar on top of the goal, so it was it was kind of like uh, you know kicking a field goal or whatever. It doesn't matter how high it was, uh, uh, you know, as long as it went in between the two kind of posts or whatever. Fun, fun, fun little. Thing. I didn't know that. That's hilarious. That's some leather pads shit. There's a and there's a you know and and like goalies only recently got to be able to use their hands as well and and uh and it wasn't until they kind of the english clubs uh, like i think it was like 1864 or something that they that that they came up with the kind of the the predefined rules that that we abide by largely today there's been a number of changes obviously since that time um but uh, you know, originally goalie goalkeepers couldn't even use their hands, and like it's how they differentiated from um, you know Australian football versus rugby versus you know everybody had their own their own sports. It's kind of like uh, kind of like if you play uh, uh, like beer pong in college or something like that. Or you know, depending on where you go, you know, you've got you've got rules of whether you can bounce it or if you have to throw it in the air. <laughs> house rules one rule I learned on beer pong I went to a music festival sort of probably 2015 so I was already you know if you're like 32 at a music festival you're in the older category and you're in and uh, lots of younger kids there playing beer pong and then I realized the next day I was like oh the beer pong table also acts like a bed at night it's got multi uses. That was the that was my later in life beer pong rule. I learned that like, oh, you can beer pong until you just pass out, and you're like, I'll just catch a quick nap on this beer pong table. <laughs> uh, Mark, of years. have Mark here, our, the co-host of the Wolf Den. Um, Mark, he's here every week, folks. Um, you know. Whether it's rainy, snowy, sunny, um, the man just really knows how to show up. And here he is today on Black Friday of all days. 
Uh, he's probably been shopping all day for fashionable clothes. Mark, what's going on? Not much. I thought you were describing Farron there for a minute. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> you know, you're just you. You're probably in the bathtub yourself. <laughs> what's happening, Wolf? How we doing? Jay, what's going on? Nothing much. We were just uh, we were talking. We were talking uh, uh, a little bit of World Cup. You taking in any of that, Mark? I watched you... a little bit. Of, I watched a little bit of the USA game today. Nice, nice, and it was completely boring, right? With the zero-zero tie. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was. I, I definitely like sports where there's more scoring, but uh, it was it was good. They had there was some tense moments, some shots on goal. It was all right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Soccer is like finding those little moments of tension. You know, where sometimes, say, basketball, where it's all scoring, right? You never go 20 minutes with no goal or score in basketball. So soccer is about really digging into that moment. Yeah, I was, uh, That's why people uh, shout when someone's like, They shout so loud because it's really hard to do that. It's been brilliant to watch the the kind of the 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 World Cup kind of recaps where it's like a NFL red zone where it only shows the the you know the shots on goal or the you know the key plays of the match uh makes it makes it a, a ton of fun uh uh my brother-in-law said he would he would definitely watch he's like uh, I'd definitely tune into more um you know football if there was you know non-stop action like that but you know to be able to watch something in a condensed format like that certainly makes it more interesting <laughs> it's like baseball they do a thing on one of our sports channels where they maybe they probably do it there too but so that the raptors or blue jays or the the hockey games of the night later on in the night they show them in a condensed 30 minute version so it'll be like Jays and 30, it's called. And you watch it, and you're like, Jesus, this baseball game was a banger. And then you sit there and watch a four-hour baseball game, and you're like, oh, my God, this is boring. Right, right. Oh, man. Uh, it, truly. I mean, so if you if you go to, you know, I've been to, to some, of those, some of those baseball games where, you know, just not a whole lot of action or whatever, and when it's all said and done, you're like, oh, man, that was – I kind of wish I had those those – three and a half hours back. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that's what makes the NBA so, so great. Right. It's uh, it's, I mean, it's kind of nonstop movement and action and lots of scoring. And Can I admit something? What's that? That's kind of the problem with NBA basketball. Is there, How about a hot too, take? Too, too much action. Too much action. I find often if I watch a game, I'm like, I'll just turn it into the fourth quarter when it matters. This early scoring doesn't matter. It's too much of it. It's too much scoring. See, I disagree. I like to, I like, I mean, I mean, I like to, I mean, see the uh, different, uh, you know, approaches, right, to the game, right? What's working and what's not. Uh, You'll just see some teams catch fire from, from three point line, uh, and uh, you know you'll see some good you know isolation one on one stuff. Um, I do agree that like 
it's gotten to the point where there's so much scoring that, you know, a 20 point lead isn't really that big of a lead anymore. It, it used to feel insurmountable if you were up that high. Uh, but now there just seems to be what I, what I don't like about the game is, is, is the, the, how it slows down in the last, the last 10 minutes of the game. Oh, like playoff ball. As, almost as long as the, as the, as a full first quarter yeah. or whatever. Like once you get into the playoffs and you're like, I'm really enjoying this game. Oh, fourth quarter. Well, that's going to take two hours. <laughs> But uh, I thought I'd get more pushback. Davey was like emojiing, but he he wasn't brave enough to say anything to my hot take that there's too much action in basketball. What about it kind that? of is though. Hockey's hockey? great. There's you know five <laughs> goals, six goals a game. You can gotta you earn that goal. Can you clarify action though, because like when you've got a team that's that's playing really well and cutting and you know backdoor cuts and passing the ball, and a lot of ball movement. There's a lot of action, but it's fun to watch, right? Because it's it's constantly moving and it's entertaining. That's what true. You mean, or do you mean like? It, just yeah, moving? yeah. That's that's a good point. So it's the scoring sometimes doesn't matter. Like this guy got twenty, and I'm like, yeah, who cares? Like whatever. He shot some free throws. I wasn't very entertained. Like sometimes it's just a little meaningless. Like other sports, like you were saying, you score a goal in soccer, you're like a fucking national hero. You know, like you score two goals in hockey. I'm like, that's a bloody good game. Football, touchdown, same thing. You know, basketball, guys score all the time. You're like, eh, he's scoring. Whatever. Such a downer right now. Such a what? You're being a downer. Basketball is a beautiful game. I'm not being a downer. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that sometimes, like, I'm like... I'm just saying sometimes I'm like, I love the sport, but there's, all, there's just too much scoring. Well, you have Dairy's a, Dairy's you have a big doubles, triple doubles, 30 point games. Maybe that's, three, you know, shots. like ratings are declining. Maybe there's too much scoring. You want to go, you want to go back pre shot clock area. Right? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where they're just yeah. passing pass it, passing it three minutes. I want more passing. Half court line. Just, yeah, just walking down the clock. Um, I think the problem is sometimes too much penalty shit. To be honest, like obviously scoring and like Mark said, when you're watching a team when they're like clicking and just they're playing beautiful ball movement to get those points, that's obviously great. But sometimes when it's just the scoring comes from shooting from anywhere or just throws out the wazoo, it's like all right. I'll tune in with five minutes to go. And if it's a close game, then there's that tension. I just mean, sometimes it lacks the tension. Even I'm watching like Milwaukee, Cleveland right now. It's 47, 33. There's too much scoring. I'm like, ah, this... <laughs> I could be watching a one, nothing hockey game. Now that would be exciting. <laughs> I, I just felt like we needed some hot takes here. There's nothing like, having the guy that passed before the pass to make the goal, get, get, get something in the record book there. That's fantastic. A second assist. That guy really set up the play. Hey, hey, step away. Only sport when that happens. Step away from the booze. Okay. (laughs) Way too early pregame for this damn spaces. And you're talking shit about too much scoring. You, you you got to slow down, step away from the. 
back away. Step away from the back off. Step away from the microphone. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and sometimes we take for granted how difficult it is to to perform at at a certain level in any given sport. Right. And it's like you said, you know, in soccer, you know, you're a you're a national hero if you score a goal, right? Because it's so hard. You know, both they're so hard to come by. It's such a such a big playing field. There's so much running involved. You know, the fitness is really a key key in that. But I mean, guarantee. Like you said yourself, you don't want to get on the court, Derry, because you'd be embarrassed at uh, how difficult it might be. For oh, you I to even even I make can't a layup. score. I can't score against <laughs> a bunch of twelve-year-olds. Did you guys see? I can't score against room. a bunch of twelve-year-olds. I think I think Saudi Arabian prince gave the Saudi Arabian national team a royal Rolls Royce. Not sure what type of car was that, but he gave away the team a Rolls Royce after defeating. Uh, was it Argentina? Argentina, yeah. See, the guy scores a goal. Rolls. Boom, gets a Rolls Royce. Basketball, you kind of get a Rolls Royce if you get a couple baskets too. I mean, they're all you know the seventh guy on the bench is making like ten million a year now. Yeah, wasn't wasn't the opposite of that though? Is if they would have lost, they might have been you know kind of murdered or something. Publicly you know? flogged, yeah. 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 Uh, so <laughs> no, I don't think so. I mean, See, I flip. I flip basketball just to go back to my point. I flip the games. Treaty kisses. Uh, beloved Memphis Grizzlies, fifty nine. Pelicans, forty three. Too much scoring. Too much scoring. It's meaningless. It's too many scores. And step away from the booze. And <laughs> and listen, it's a good thing you can't score on twelve year olds. You end up in prison for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're getting scored on by Oh my god. Six eight jail. Treaticus jail. Too much scoring. Too much scoring going on in jail. <laughs> <laughs> yes, at your expense. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is the best part about collecting and connecting. You missed our start, Treaticus. We did we did a Treaticus intro. Oh man, I hate him. I called myself the Wolf of Ball Treaticus. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot. <laughs> and then uh, Jay dubbed them Treaticisms. Your like, sayings, they're Treaticisms. Like yeah. <laughs> great. (laughs) Mark, did you get a pack this week? Let's talk some packs. We got a pack drop this week. Davey still hasn't chimed in. He probably has terrible internet going right now. I I think I did. I I got, with a hot pack, I had reserved three hot packs. We had the hot packs. We got the, the rare packs. We got the sauce packs. We got all the packs. The hot packs were kind of fun. Did you like that? You pay essentially three bucks a moment. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um, I don't remember. I didn't get anything like worthwhile, but it's fine. I ended up buying uh, Jeremy Stohan so I could uh, keep my Spurs together. Oh, that's the new four badge Spurs rookie. Yes, sir. Right, right. What did um, what did everyone here think of the parallels? 
Let's talk parallel universes for a I minute like, here. I like the ripples. I like the ripples. The ripple artwork was nice. I know you point, pointed out that was it Time Lord who had a rippled moment. I think I got one. Uh, Grant Williams. Oh, Grant Williams. Yeah, the rippled artwork's nice. Yeah. Like the explosion. The, actually, yeah, the explosion artwork's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. I can. Uh, Jay, was it a couple weeks ago when we were sort of pondering, you know, are they going to, how are they going to number them? So they did, in fact, make it. So there's a number one from each tier for four sets of commons. Right. And, and, uh, you know, there's some chatter about whether or not it was, you know, adding levels of confusion, kind of a, a return to S1 where you've got the same moment in 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 different, you know, tiers. I mean, I know it's all in, within the common tier, but uh, you know, the, you know, you're paying for, uh, you know, you, you, your pathway is is you know, I guess you know, what what art are you going to collect? Are you a vortex guy? Are you a ripple guy? You know. Um, you know, is it? Yeah, I'm a nip guy. <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, I, uh, you know, I, uh, I guess, I guess, it made it a little bit more, a tad more exciting to, to you know, get a, co- a common moment of you know the parallel variety. Um, so that was kind of fun. Um, I guess I dislike the fact that uh, you know right now they've. It appears to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like certain players are only have you know uh, they're only distribu- uh, distributing uh, or on the marketplace you can only purchase you know some of them. Some of them aren't for sale right now. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, oh, interesting. Like, so like the say we were talking about Grant Williams, his explosion isn't out, but his rippled is out. Is that what you mean? Right, right. That's what I. That's what I'm. So, thinking. does every player get a rippled, an explosion, and a vortex? Yeah. So every every player who's going to get get them are going to have you know, and they're 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 going to be minted to different levels. So there's, in theory, they're supposed to be you know rarer. Um, I think the explosion is the is the is the going to be the lowest mint count of it. Um, and uh and then from there i think it goes like ripple vortex you know the the more uh prevalent the side art the lower the lower mint count or whatever so there was some talk about different ways you know uh of of collecting you know are you gonna you know you know what one of the things they said is, you know, okay, so the base, you know, the, the pure, true base common moments, like let's, you know, those will be the ones you use for trade tickets. Right. Uh, and then the ones you're going to keep are going to be the ones that are either the ripple, the vortex, the explosion and so on and so forth. Um, but, you know, that's an interesting also, perspective. Yeah. Uh, but it also makes it more exciting. I mean, they, you know, NBA top shot can, you know, mint a higher number of these break them down into, you know, you know, four different types of uh, sets within, you know, the, the common moment variety or whatever, but you still have, you know, four different, you know, 
four different chances to, you know, get a jersey or a cereal or a last minute or something like that. Uh, and, you know, collect within your price range. If, if the market does decide that, you know, it's going to stay, stay true to kind of mint count sizes and the, the lower mint count sizes will be, be more valuable because of scarcity. Um, you can collect kind of with better, better collect within your budget by, you know, uh, focusing in on, on those certain types. If you're, if you're going to stray from just the base common. Interesting how it um, kind of groups them all in as com- you can complete the base set using the parallels or the regular ones too. I thought that was kind of a, a good move. Cause you could have the full base set and then slowly swap out to getting the rippled or the whatever, all of them while maintaining your whole base set too. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, um, that's a that's an interesting way to look at it too. Is is because I, you know, uh, as I, you know, I max pack, you know, what what I could get. I I, I almost got the full thirty. I think I got like uh, awarded like twenty six or something like that. Um, and uh, um, like I said, it was fun to to you know open them up and 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 get a variety of this this and that. Uh, my best pull was uh, I got uh, the number seven Paul George uh, Ripple for the Clippers. So that was kind of cool. Uh, it's like single digit. All right, we're having fun. That was worth that was worth my three dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was. I actually liked it. You know, I got I think six or seven packs, and I thought it was pretty fun to open. I like that um, the rare pack. Today, it was interesting how you were guaranteed a rare, but not sure what you weren't guaranteed like a specific type of rare. Um, so that was kind of cool too. Like Did they had the for the wins or the throwdowns. Pack? Yeah, I grabbed a rare pack. I got a for the win moment. Yeah, see, I got a, I got one as well, um, and and I do like I do like the reservation, and uh, and you know it's kind of you know you get the email that says your your dapper dapper balance has been readjusted, you know, uh, basically saying sorry you didn't get everything you you, <laughs> you lined up for, uh, but uh, but I did get one one out of the two that I would have qualified for, uh, and I got the. Um, uh, Taylor and Horton Tucker throwdown in my pack, um, but I also but I also got a um, uh, a Jeremy Sochan uh, uh, four badge uh, in that same pack. So um, while you know, so I mean, I effectively I would say broke even or even you know made a couple bucks you know in theory. You had uh, you pulled two Scotty Barnes off out of your hot packs too. Yeah, the first set of hot packs was dynamite for me. I went uh, like it went crazy. Uh, you know, I was just I was pulling all sorts of. You know, I got two Benedict Matherins. Uh, yeah, uh, I got a Rudy Gobert uh, uh, fresh threads rare. I got a Donovan Mitchell fresh threads out of that, uh, and so Holy I was. Smokes. Yeah, so I was, I was like, please believe I'm going max packs again, you know, and and it's just been so easy to kind of finish up, um, finish up the sets, you know, uh, 
as they're as they're rolling out it's been kind of it's kind of been kind of fun you know uh it's like oh yeah i have i probably have you know uh you know pulled like eight Alperin Seguins, <laughs> you know, out of out of out of these hot packs or whatever. But uh, you know, if you're, you know, and that's where the you know collecting and connecting comes in, right? As uh, is uh, is you know, if you have a group of people, you splash in the chat, whether it be in the Discord or in the you know on Twitter, and uh, you know, looking for trade. You know, Ahmad and I did some did some trades to help each other, you know, uh, shore up who we didn't have, uh, at, you know, no cost. And, and then I think I had to go, you know, after the first drop, I, I had to go spend like $6 to like complete the base set. Right. And, and, uh, other than that, I was, you know, on top of, uh, you know, the rookie debut, the spotlight series, all of it. So, uh, it's definitely been a fun way fun way to get uh to get going but you know you definitely have some decision points right uh you know it's like all right fresh threads you know there's only a handful of them out right now you know you're gonna go buy them trade for them you know are you gonna stay on top of it or do you you know do you sell do you wait for them to be included in a challenge you know what you know what's going on keeps you engaged well, if you need uh, Simons for the win and you want to part with one of your Scotty Barnes, if you want to do a little rare for rare, just let you know I'm an uh, open and willing trade partner. What am I, Scotty? If you want to collect and yeah. if you want to collect and connect, if you want to get that for the win did, things going. Oh man, I did. You know, I did go and 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 buy the Coloco because that was the one I I, I I missed and and I wasn't getting any bites on 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 any trades and then and then i did i did get a coloco again uh again (laughs) today so it's like yeah man just buy packs you'll eventually get it all (laughs) um which scotty barnes are you talking about good tonight What's a Black Friday New York drink? Am I out? Am I just in the ether talking to myself? No, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Mark's just Mark's just not responsive. He was driving. Tuned out. This holiday spaces, tough crowd, tough crowd. Holiday spaces. Yeah. Vegas Jay got got rambling and he tuned out. <laughs> I like a Jay ramble myself. Springer <laughs> comes for the Jay rambles, right? Eats Springer eats up some, some uh, airtime. Yeah, right? if I get rambling, the next thing you know, trivia. I'm telling you, telling you, basketball has too much scoring. Everyone's mad at me. Everyone leaves. <laughs> I got Tritacus that had enough of your shit. He, he straight dipped. <laughs> I think he was having connection issues too, actually. I think that is the issue tonight too. Uh, there's probably a lot of people traveling or not in the right normal spot. Still in holiday mode. Still in holiday mode. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's funny the difference in like watching all you guys holiday, and it's like oh, I'm just living a normal day here in Canada. I was uh, working at the nightclub last night, and some five people came in, and I just I was just chatting to them at the bar. I was like, oh, where are you guys from? Just looked like a different crowd. And they're like, oh, we're coming from Oregon. We, I was like, oh, what are you doing in town? They're like running away from Thanksgiving. I was like, oh, <laughs> family's that bad, huh? And they were like, yeah, we just didn't want to do it. There was like five of them. Like, we just couldn't do it this year. Just couldn't do it for whatever reasons. And uh, they were, they said they were laughing too because they kept forgetting it wasn't a holiday here too. They saw like a, a school bus down in like down in the Inner Harbor. And they're like, what are school trips happening? Oh, right, it's not a holiday here, you know. And I was like, yeah. nope. No, and you guys, your Thanksgiving's in October? Yep, Thanksgiving's correct? in October. Thanksgiving. Pretty low-key for most. I'm sure some have a crazy thing, but most people, it's pretty low-key. It's also on a Monday, so you work the next day. So, you know, you get together for a little Monday dinner, eat some turkey, but it's not the quite the big, like, traveling, drinking, friends extravaganza. Yeah, got it, got it. No, I had... Uh, uh, yeah, we uh, wrestled the holiday away from from my mother, right? Uh, so she had, you know, you know, matriarchs, you know, the, the tradition, you know, they like to do to do certain things. Well, my two of my siblings and I, we all live within a ten mile radius of each other, and my folks live in northern Minnesota, right? It's like a two and a half hour drive. And so we were talking about just, how just we did to get the to get into the story here. Do your parents have like a strong Minnesota accent? Um, you know, I think that uh, they have a pretty uh, you know uh, non-regional diction. I think okay, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, not as not as bad as as some. I think if yeah. you're well, tra- you know, well, our dudes got quite the Minnesota accent. Yeah, it's. Uh, 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 you know, it's hit and miss, you know, I can, I can slip into it, but I also, as we've talked about in spaces before, I, I, I adopt, you know, who I'm around and who I'm talking to. Right. Uh, you know, so when, when I would, you know, travel up to Canada and, and spend time with the, you know, the in-laws and the family up there, uh, you know, I'd come back with, you know, a and a and everything. Right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, one of my best buddies, you know, is from, uh, uh, is from Texas. So, uh, whenever I'm talking with him, I yell at, yell at a lot. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but, but I think if you're, if you're born and raised and you don't get out, don't get out much in Minnesota, you end up talking like you're on the, you know, Fargo movie set. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which if I come to Minnesota, nobody's talking like that. I'm going to be so disappointed with you. Yeah. It, 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 it slips out here and there, you know, you certainly don't notice it. Uh, when I lived in Texas for a while, when I first moved down there, I got commented on all the time about how my, my long O's and, and, and and how I said things, but I mean, you also listen to like Tree to Kiss or whatever, and you know, you you think he just got done, you know, with a hog hunt and making moonshine, you know, and oh, he in the back gets back, off his you know? horse before he talks to us, yeah, right, uh, living on the ranch, yeah. 
so we we had we had talked my my folks into uh into we said hey we all live down here instead of us packing up all of our children you know to to cram into your less than uh uh you know uh accommodating size of a of a house uh you know up on the lake where it's too fucking cold to do anything outside right now <laughs> why don't you come down here to my you know sister's mcmansion in the burbs where everybody can have a bedroom and a bathroom <laughs> yes so you that. stayed there even though it's like 10 miles away um and so well i uh because i have a couple of dogs or whatever uh um, yeah you just ubered home I, uh, I, what I did is I went there for the day, um, hung out after, after Thanksgiving dinner, I went home to quotation fingers, feed the dogs, uh, and, uh, you know, had myself, uh, a nap and then a toke. And then I brought, brought my, uh, uh, (laughs) brought my pillow and a blanket over and, and slept on my sister's couch last night as we watched the Vikings game and then, you know, drank into the evening. So it was, it was brilliant. But then I had to get up and work a shift today. So that was, that was less than brilliant. I was, I was, I was tired. I was, I was ready to stay, stay in bed today. I wanted a long weekend, but glad that it's Friday night. Glad that there's nothing going on this weekend other than watching sports. I got, uh, league pass on right now and uh not sure what's on the on the tube for saturday but then sunday i'm going to wolves versus warriors for the afternoon oh that's fun yeah the weirdly kind of shitty warriors yeah but still i mean still get to see Steph. i mean it's going to be an awesome game it's just a very strange you're talking about the west being really wacky the Warriors are one of the wackiest. Yeah, but they're they're one of those teams that you know they they know who they are and they know how to get where they're going and they can turn it on when they need to turn it on, right? It's all it's like that Allen Iverson. It's like you're talking about practice, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. They don't need they don't necessarily need to do that chemistry development or whatever. I mean, and and they're like lost one game at home they're terrible on the road yeah we'll look at this week even didn't they lose by 40 on the road and then one by 20 at home like they've had a bizarre week that game that they lost i think they sat everybody though you know Uh, no steph no clay no um draymondo i think it was just like pool party only right but you know they're, I'm sure they've, you know, are looking forward to getting their second victory of the year in in Minnesota. And <laughs> have and you I been? Have, has every game you my, went to this year been a loss? Actually, I've only been to two, and they've both been been wins. So I'm, oh, nice. I, I'm the I'm the rabbit's foot, so I need to I need to go to more. Um, you know, I I've told you how I've connect you know i i've got season tickets with other people i've met through top shot right uh coach t one of them the other timberwolves captain um 
another guy named Josh, uh, and then uh, one of our other top shot collectors in the Wolves Den, uh, Lucas, joined us joined us this year, and uh, we sat down at a pub, you know, before the season started, and 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 kind of divvied up the tickets. So there are some of the premium games where all four of us will go together, but other than that, we, you know, um, you know, here you can you have this game so you can take your plus one and so on and so forth. And um, early on in the season, I've, uh, I've one of, uh, one of the guys, Josh, he's expecting a child later on uh, this year um, or this season, I should say next early next year. And so, uh, you know, he, he wanted to go front heavy, heavy with, with some of the games. And so I haven't had, I haven't had a game in a long time, so I'm really looking forward to it. We've got a great week. Um, mm, sun, su- Sunday's Warriors, and then Wednesday's Memphis. Oh. You should invite Treaticus. No, hell no. I'm not inviting Treaticus. That's true, because the Grizz might just actually whoop some butt, too, and you'll have to hear yeah. about it. No, until, you know, until we... His daughter will make fun of you, too. <laughs> Yeah, is and did he say that it was the daughter that he was? Uh, that was the uh, daughter. Yeah, I think that is the daughter that is that, he's marrying out to Kev. To Kev, uh, what's the dowry, Kev? Is it moments? <laughs> he probably has to sign a prenup that he isn't allowed uh, tree to kiss Jalen Brown at any means. <laughs> Kev has to, you know, Kev likes to sell trade tickets. Kev has to like sort about three hundred and fifty trade tickets to complete the transaction. Oh boy! Yeah, so <laughs> Some, you, Springer you, was like, "I'm out of here." Oh my god, we're talking about trading trade trade tickets for marriage. I'm out. I'm out. Um, uh, hey, so the 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 tour's coming up in two weeks. Uh, are you, yes. Are you going to Portland? I, I'm not because I'm going in January, so I just couldn't swing going. It's kind of the busy season for my work in December, so wasn't a chance at all. And I don't think Ahmed is either. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Uh, I know because you're coming. We're disappointed. We're going with the Raptors fans January 28th. Is that is that the the Toronto tour stop? That is no, just when Raptors are playing Portland. So Ahmad oh, and I have oh, talked to the team good. captains there, and we've sort of loosely got a, a crew rallied, and looks like they've scouted out something called the like Blaze. No, what is it? The Blaze Zone or the Blazers section or something? But uh, looks like they they've been they've got a lock on some a group section of tickets that hopefully we can get. So. Yeah, Springer's no, we'll... back. Springer's back. He wasn't too offended. Okay, he's back. Springer, yeah, sure. we're hoping Springer comes to this uh, Blazers game too. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting, you know, with it being the kind of the first the first stop. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. It's a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit of uh, you know testing ground, I guess. Um information i have is that you know there's going to be a nine lives lounge element there's going to be a vip element there's uh um you know the event itself um where i believe there's going to be a a local legend or a former legend or 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 something you know so player meet and greet you know 
either former or current. So could be cool. I hope it's worth my while. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Imagine you got to meet Dame time. That'd be something. That would be awesome. I said if I don't, you know, I said if I don't get to do uh, um, mushrooms with Bill Walton, it's probably not 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 going to be easy. Not worth your time. Yeah. How stoned out of ten are you going to get at the game in Portland? Uh, is is weed legal in Oregon? Yes. See, I don't know this stuff. Never been there. Oregon, they love to smoke. Well, I know they love to smoke. I didn't know if it was legal. <laughs> yeah, it's legal. Yeah, for sure. I have been to a weed store in Oregon before and purchased yeah, legal good. marijuana. 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 Notice how uh, Sal showed up in this spaces as soon as we started talking about weed. And his look at his PFP, too. It's like, hey, what's up? Is you guys talking about weed in here? He uh, literally sniffed it out. Literally. I heard, I actually had a great impression of Sal from Spence last week at Ahmad's wedding. Uh, I convinced Spence we should go smoke a joint because I had never with him. And uh, Spence did an impression of Sal smoking a dube with Dave. And it was uh, pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah. You just got to be careful around Spence because if you get too high, he starts to bully you. Yeah. You got to get him more stoned too. And then he gets all scared and nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah a couple two weeks i guess two or three weeks you're in portland doing the the uh the top shot stop i think steve and a couple of the toronto guys they'll be doing the toronto stop we had a bunch of Wolfpack guys i think doing the miami stop too i think Clegane's and martin and a few maybe eddie dunks too um I think Clegane's even said he was doing Paris. I think he did too. And Ginobili Asaurus, who's buddies with Mark here, one of the Spurs guys, he said he was going to do Paris because he lives in Dubai. Mm. And they were speculating yeah, who's uh, the who's the French Spur. Is it Tony Parker? Is he French? Well, yeah. Uh, yep, he's French. We're speculating um, he might be the, 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 the talent showing up. That would be very cool. Um, yeah, well, I mean, could be Clyde Drexler. What if Clyde the Glide showed up in Portland? Hey, I'm all for it. I mean, it's all, it's all, I mean, it's just cool to begin with. Like, I mean, when do you, when do you get those opportunities, you know? Um, and everything I've seen that's been top shot affiliated so far from the Cade to the, um, uh, to the magic, magic. Thing, you know, yep. it's like, you know, yeah, they're getting paid, but you know, they're giving the, the collectors, uh, you know, an experience, a life, you know, once in a lifetime experience. For sure. Know? Who so, is the new one too going? That's uh, Eddie and someone else in the pack was going to. Oh, the clay, the clay. Oh yeah. Clay. Clay looks like he'd be a blast to hang out with too. Man. Uh, yeah. Clay is, I mean, he seems super cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, any anybody who can lose their championship ring, you know, while they're like speedboating across the bay or something like that, uh, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, he's definitely, definitely somebody who, uh, who's got, 
got got some stories, fun times to be around. Yeah. So how Cl- was Ahmad's wedding? Tell us about it. Ahmad's, Ahmad's wedding. So you guys want to know about what it's like going to a Wolfpack member's wedding. Uh, it was a really good wedding. Um, Iranian folks. Ahmad is Iranian. Uh, and his family and friends that were Iranian that were there, they dress fucking incredible. Like, it was maybe the best-dressed wedding I've ever been to. And then uh, my wife... Fashionable? Like, like Yeah, you know, just West, like every dude's like Western suit fashion? was... Western fashion, for sure, yeah. But, like, every dude's suit was, like, nicer than any suit you've ever owned. You're like, God damn, these guys look great in their suits. Um, uh, what is your, what is like the, the, you know, I guess the Canadian, uh, you know, I just need a suit for this event, like, and it's super cheap and probably mm. quality. where, where do people do that at? Do Ooh, a that's a good somewhere? question. Need a suit and it's cheap. Maybe you go to like the Bay. No, the Bay isn't all that cheap anymore. Um, H and M, like you go to like a fast fashion thing, just like the states. You go to the like some mall store or whatever, like Winners. Yeah. You got Winners down there, right? Yeah. No. Yeah, you uh, go to a Winners. Yeah. No. Winners. No. You don't have Winners. Winners is no, kind of like um, Winners is kind of like Nordstrom and Rack, but a little bit cheaper. So where all you right. go and so it's like all the old, the like last season's clothes, they wholesale buy them. So we have winners have everywhere. Name, name brands. Yeah. Brands. Yeah. That, but it's the ones that some... nobody wanted. So you're like, oh, it's the, you know, polo shirts that they couldn't sell. So winners has like or, a thousand of them. Like, or there was like some bad stitching or a stain on it or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Totally. Totally. Go to a winners. I mean, I looked all right. <laughs> I'm not saying I was like 10. I looked like nine oh, out I of 10. I, I, I'm a bow tie guy. I, I'm like, I got a nice, I got a couple suit options. Um, I had been to a couple weddings recently, so I had to try to like spice it up so I didn't look exactly the same in the photos, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, no, a lot of people were well dressed. It was really cool. They did like a um, they did a the Western wedding, which is traditional, like every wedding style you've been to, beautiful setting. And then we had some snacks and some drinks, and then they did like a a Persian ceremony. Oh. Um, I can't remember the name of the exact ceremony, but it was sort of, it was really cool. One of his brothers kind of narrates it and they talk about how in Iran, it's a very like matriarchal society. And so all the women gathered around the couple and there's this table with like all these beautiful things, you know, that represent different parts of your marriage. Like sweetened almonds represents, you know, the sweetness between you and there's gold coins and that represents your money in this. And you have all these like, things on this table and they had to like dip each other's fingers in honey and eat it and their feet got showered with flowers and um sugar cane grated over them by the other women in the bride's parties the mothers and all the women did this ceremony it was really neat that sounds so so cool i mean so cool yeah really cool really like welcoming culture um food was banging bar was open Ahmed was paying for my Negronis all night. (laughs) (laughs) That guy bought me some Negronis, I know. And even when I got there, I was like, Ahmad, I ran out of weed. He's like, go up to my room. There's some in my backpack. And that man had a serious backpack full of weed goodies. I can tell you, if you are ever with Ahmad and you are out of weed, just talk to the man. (laughs) Um, 
the wedding speeches were also 10 out of 10. One dude is like a public speaker at like large events. And so he crushed. And then the bridesmaid, uh, one of the bridesmaids was uh, Ahmad's wife's best friend, who's a, a hilarious gay dude, who's a, also a stand-up comedian. And so he just crushed. Oh, he crushed. He was so funny. So there was like some really good speeches. The food was good. Everybody danced. Even Spence got on the dance floor after saying he wouldn't. We got him on the dance floor. Sounds um, like a sounds like a good time. I uh, the the, the it two was the two standout contributions that you guys supplied was the very memeable photo of you and Spence. Uh, you know, you looking in the photo know, like, booth. Yeah, no, well, no, it was the one of you looking like perplexed. Well, like Spence is doing the kind of like he's got the hand gesture, like he's really it was, telling. It was telling a photo something. booth picture. Yeah, I, I, okay. the photo booth. Our idea for that one was like, okay, let's act like we don't know each other. <laughs> I was like, it, it's kind of it, like I was like the wolf pack version of that uh, that meme where the the dude at the baseball game has got his hand on his girlfriend's neck and he's like telling her yes like you know something so then i says rare packs for 59 dollars and you get six (laughs) moments what a fucking ripoff and then uh the video of uh you and Ahmad where uh he's he's on the dance floor wolf pack and howling yeah We had both, we were both knee deep by that point. Oh gosh. You know, you're knee deep in the alcohol and and party favors when you're like, we should take a video of us and send it to the Wolfpack on the dance floor right now. Yeah. No, uh, like one thing I don't know is, is, was France, is Francis Canadian? Yes. They're both Canadian technically, although Ahmad was born in Tehran in Iran and moved as a very young kid. So he would be immigrated Canadian, but born uh in iran francis is canadian and i, I can't remember for f- parent or for families like nigerian descent or something so it was, yeah quite cool yeah quite a quite a fun mix as as francis told there was 150 people there and francis hilariously said well you are one of um 14 white guys here and we were me and spence were like all right and we're like we made the cut <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful they, but i mean meeting the, the both of them they're both sweet as pie uh um, and and you know they seem they seem like a, a very good very fit match very day. beautiful people really nice people and here like we got because it's an american holiday our chat is like 10 of us and half of us are canadian toronto fans which is funny because we don't have family obligations today but the best part of the wedding um, so they had the guy, the officiant or whatever, you know, the guy doing the ceremony, mm-hmm. he had this amazing, like Lord of the Rings, almost like Scottish accent. And, uh, and, uh, both Ahmad and Francis like good tunes that was So the officiant, he's telling the story of how Ahmad, uh, proposed to Francis, you know, he's like, and it was on a, a beautiful bridge in Notre Dame in, in Paris, the moon was out and Ahmad proposes to Francis on this night, the night of the greatest Canadian of all time. 
King Drake from Toronto, Lord of the Six. <laughs> and the whole crowd started cheering when he's like, Lord of the Six. And everybody <laughs> cheered and was like, yes, we are at a Raptors wedding right now because they are both giant Raptors fans with Drake's, even Drake getting a shout out at the wedding. That's hilarious. It was so uh, funny. It was a good time. Good wedding. Like I knew literally four people there, but you come out of that wedding like, wow, this is a blast. They even had uh, mini basketball shooting hoops and everything. So you and Spence were only Wolf Pack? Yep. Yep. And uh, was that a proximity thing or had you guys been connected early? Um, For me, proximity. So I had met Ahmad a a bunch of times because we had went to some hockey games here and coffee and because he was living in Victoria for a while. Uh, and him and Spence knew each other pre-Wolfpack. That's how Pharmacist got into the Wolfpack was through Spence. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all connected through. Uh, Ahmad used to live in Edmonton as well. And so they all were connected through like basketball fantasy and things like that. Yeah. So Spence knew a few other people there too that he had sort of played high school ball with and college ball and stuff like that. Interesting. See, yeah. like there's always more to learn. You know, yeah. the wolf pack is such a large collective. There's always yes. more to learn. Um, yes. There's always yeah. more to learn. You can always end up seeing someone naked in a tub in the wolf pack when you don't want to oh see it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We'll just let that sit. But we'll what a week. What a week for we'll my let eyeballs. That, let that marinate. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the wolf pack chat this week has, was, was some of the spiciest it's been in a while. <laughs> And so, you know, some top shot related, some not. Uh, <laughs> yes. and, and there's been a definitive lack of dapper employee presence. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The spicier we get, you in can the, just feel Mo spicy. being like, ee. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Mo, like, Mo, you know, never, never, uh, you know, he, the only time he directly speaks to me is when he's trolling me about Rudy Gobert. And what I can't <laughs> quite get about that is that, like, he can, Rudy go like he he will talk trash about the Rudy Gobert trade, and then he continues to be highlighted and used and in in these drops and challenges and stuff like this. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? He secretly on? has a love for Gobert. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, but anyways, so um in other dapper news, I decimated my NFL all day account this week. Cleared it Anybody out. else out there get the feeling like NFL all day seems to be on an even more plummeting downhill ride right now? Gosh. I you know, I had early access, I bought into packs. At the beginning of the season, I you know, like I was kind of going off of, you know, Steve had said months and months ago, like that he was, you know, it's like, it was kind of like, there's so much going on and just, you know, focus on what you like, you know, like, and, you know, it was like, I got into, you know, I got into it because I like NBA Top Shot because I like 
the NBA and I like basketball and all that stuff and all this other like profile picture stuff, ETH, you know, NFTs, you know, this and that and the other thing. It was all noise on the side, right? And by being in 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 Coolcats or whatever, I had this early access to all this stuff. NFL all day being one of them, you know, I like the NFL just fine, but it's not my not my favorite sport. Uh, and I was buying, you know, buying into everything. You know, I was like early access. I'm going to be first, you know, <laughs> first person. I'm going to be rich off this shit. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and yep. then the se- the season started or whatever. And I, you know, I should have sold right away. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. Well, I mean, I was listening to Steve, and I sold ha- like about half, and I was like, and I did all right, and like all of a sudden stuff started to dip, and I was like, God bless you, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Yo, Steve, sold, a, a Black I, Friday gift. Yeah, yeah. I should have. I should have sold all of it. You know, I should have sold all of it because, like, I've been holding on to this. It's like, oh, you know, maybe this rare, you know, rare that I have is going to be hit in a challenge or something like that. It's really going to moon or, or whatever. And you know, uh, it's it, you know, it's just continued to go down. You know, like, and, and it's to the point where. Uh, you know, now I'm, now I'm looking at it as, uh, okay, so this is going to be the, uh, CSV file that I submit to my accountant for, you know, tax harvest. <laughs> <laughs> what if, uh, what if you uh, lost money on this year here? Check this yeah. NFL all day shit out. Yeah, I'll show yeah. you. Hey, you want to, you know, want to know what a bad collector I am here check this out, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I know. Yeah, I st- I still have about uh, twenty five NFL all day moments. Uh, That's not too bad, at least. I trimmed down from sixty five this week to eleven. Okay. Okay. I just I and... had my own Black Friday special on my NFL all day account where I just listed absolutely everything that wasn't uh, a good good player with a badge. I listed it all one dollar below floor, and every single one sold. Some of those were two dollar moments, though they have hit that range yeah. in all day now. So, like, I mean, were you taking L's? You know, like, I mean, are, are you working um, a loss for the dapper? You know, to to redeploy or hard or to say. You... Yeah, I just wanted to have a little bit in my account if there was uh, some more Raptors coming out. Because essentially, you're saying Steve said collect what you love, and that is where I've gone back with my my yeah. NBA account is collecting Raptors and maybe a blazer here too. But that is ultimately I had, I had done quite well in the all day. I wisely, when it was spring realized the prices were like really low. And I was like, I bet you there's a bump like when it first fires up. And so I did sell a bunch. Uh, and then I bought a few like Raptor S ones that I had been missing out. So I have almost, you know, I'm missing one Raptor S1 to complete them all now. Uh, so I bought a few bigger moments I'd been holding out on. And so I did pretty well off it. But then I was just, yeah, I watched that account just go from like, oh, it's 1100. Oh, it's 900, 600, 450, yeah. <laughs> 380. I was like, I better just sell this crap before it's worth like a dollar. Um, and I'm a huge Seahawks fan. There's not a lot of Seahawks moments to own. 
So I just ultimately found I was got a little detached from owning much on the all day platform. I did nothing but lose money playing playbook. Um, not to say it wasn't fun. You know, I had some fun. I don't mind losing money, but it wasn't as fun as I just was like, damn, I did playbook four weeks in a row. And that was a specifically bad beat. I probably Right. lost Well, 300 that, that dapper. was kind If I didn't play it, it would have, I would have probably have 300 more dapper right now. of, yeah. Well, and that's the, that's the problem is, is like the, the fun of it all is, is what can maim you, you know, it's like the best time of my, the best time of my life was when I first was getting into NBA top shot and, 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 you know, completing every challenge and overpaying for shit. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm the sucker here. <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. i'm the, i'm the one who's uh, you know paying you know 20 20 to 30 percent more for stuff that uh you know if i had either you know you know speculatively bought or you know just waited to own because i classically have a hard time parting with everything that i own like i you know i get it Yeah. i think it's neat i love it it's a part of a set it's a part of this you know, a team set, a collective set, hard to part with, you know? Uh, and so, uh, Until you've trade and me we your were, barns for my Anthony Simons, right. I got Well, it. we were You'll talking part with that. we, when we, when our last spaces, I was like, you know, oh, Hey, I don't know. It's like, I was like, I don't know if I want to sell this go bear because I know it's pumping now, you know, cause like, it's going to be, you know, cause you got to lock it for this thing. And, You know, it, you know, it might not affect the prices. Like it was over a hundred dollars, and now like you can buy one for like fifty. I think Card Yes. Dude has like I think Card Dude has like probably eight of them by now. Uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll be complaining about them tomorrow, too. <laughs> you know, it's like I And should then have he'll fucking buy sold, another eight. and I should have fucking sold, and then you know just bought it back. And it was like, you know, there's not going to be any of them available. Uh, and so I didn't make that mistake twice. And so I did sell my, uh, Mitchell, you know, when it was, when it was bumping or whatever. And, uh, and I was like, okay, you can, you can learn, you can learn from this process, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. you don't have to hold everything. And if you do get rid of something, there will always be an opportunity to get it back. You know, There's I, always I, I, it, and maybe yeah. Worst case, maybe you end up paying ten bucks more for something, but that's better than leaving a bunch of money on the table, essentially. Yeah. Well, I saw a tweet from Steve today and I, I see Steve here listening and maybe he wants to, maybe he'd be inclined to come up and talk about it. But he talks about how he was the first person to buy, uh, you know, a specific uh, a moment and then an offer was accepted, you know, here a couple of years later for, you know, uh, just a little bit more than the price he originally paid in like 2020 for it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the George Hill. There it is. Uh, um, pinned to the to the chat here, um, but you know it's it's all about. Uh, I mean, you know, Steve is definitely somebody who who you know uh, is completely tuned in, you know, uh, and uh, you know, and and watches things and watches moments and. and 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 follows trends and stuff like that and um and i think that's a you know largely what the the general population 
uh, you know, would like to get to is, is that understanding is like seeing the matrix the way he does, <laughs> you know, understanding, you know, what, mm-hmm. you know, help, helping to helping to help themselves develop a collective strategy that makes them, that's both fulfilling as well as, ad, as advantageous, you know? Yeah. I think that's why even, you know, we were joking with Tritikus earlier and doing Tritikus impressions, but like he is boiling down that essence too, where it's like connecting and collecting, just like, Hey, meet some people, collect some shit you might like, stop buying the hype. And this thing could be a lot of fun, you know, buy a George Hill, 20 bucks and uh, see what happens. Cause you like it. I think the one sad thing is we were talking about, about all these things, Jay, is that you're talking about challenges. I, I, and we were talking about playbook and, you know, losing your shirt, doing them. I don't think the average person kind of gives a poop about challenges anymore. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I have spurned off of, I used to be pro gamification. Maybe I'm more on that side where it's like, yeah, maybe we don't need, maybe we just need more random airdrops and not challenges. I don't know. Sorry. I got on a tangent there. That was a Vegas J tangent, right there. That was uh, like I'm I'm multiple cocktails deep now. Tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I hear you though. Like, I mean, there is you know something to be said about burning, but like when you look at the product, like I do, as as like you know, I'm more collecting than I am trying to make a buck. But if I can make a buck, I will make a buck. But like that requires me to have multiple moments, and I generally don't stack for the purposes of you know I, the only reason i stacked was like collector score when that was you know you know supposed to be a big thing uh, and so it's hard to it's hard to you know it's hard to part with you know this stuff is like i only have one you know like i don't want to burn it for something that might be equal or lesser value uh you know and so i think you know, we need to have a variety of challenges uh, available to us where where there are, I mean, I know that they have some hybrid ones where you're like burning some and then it's some just, just what you own. But to me, it feels like a lot of them are like, nope, it's not worth burning this moment. For- yeah, like I'm, I'm just looking right now and the current one is an Obi Toppin moment that I got to burn like 13 moments or something right? to get one OB Toppin. Right. And I don't know if that's and... bad or not. I, I'm not even implying it's bad or not. It's just, that's where we've gotten to now. It's a little bizarre. And maybe, you know, the, it's like, okay, we need to get people to, you know, burn this stuff to justify, you know, there are enough D gens out there that, uh, we can get them to burn the stuff for us so we don't have to burn it. Right. So we can Maybe. justify the supply that we're, we're, we're putting out there. Uh, but I mean, I would I, like, I love the challenges. Like, I mean, I was always hunting for the challenges and right now, like yeah. I'm a little out of touch with the challenges because I know, know they're all, you know, burn related. And it's like, I'm not really into burning. I'm not really into burning right now. I actually, uh, fun story. I, uh, as a captain, I have largely stayed out of like 
entering contests or giveaways or whatever. Um, you know, I was taking the role, you know, kind of seriously, like, all right, you know, we're, uh, you know, I don't like the optics of, of, uh, you know, the, the whole uh, influencer or, <laughs> or captain, you know, like, uh, you know, oh, look at them winning, you know, winning something or whatever, rigged, rigged, whatever. So I'd stayed out of it. But uh, the other day I was in the WNBA, uh, hadn't, hadn't chimed in for a while, saw an, a number of contests, just click the, the, the icon or whatever without really reading what the what the what the contest was and i had entered and uh got a notification that i had won oh wow i won this upgrade contest and uh it was the best of 2021 and there were three different tiers right uh and the the tiers were based on the jersey number of the player that it invoked and mine was the Griner. And then, so I had won the, the highest tier upgrade or whatever for a rare, a rare moment. But it required you to burn the number of moments of the jersey number. And I think Griner's jersey number is like 42 or something like that. And so without, like, and I had the best of 2021 set, but they, in order to upgrade, I had to burn... 42 best of 2021 moments and so i was like okay uh let's uh you know check this out and so i go to look at my account and i was like okay so i have the best of 2021 set it's all locked i had like four spares it was like so you're telling me i have to go buy buy uh you know uh you know almost almost 30 you know 30 plus moments uh you know for you know, <laughs> just to do this upgrade, upgrade this. and so it's gonna cost me like 120 dollars and and you know a lot of work and and so the floors for this because they had you know they're they're actively in the w trying to like burn and you know create value or whatever so the, they, they bought up all the the floors and so the floors instead of you know these moments being two dollar floors they're three dollar floors now and so i was like so man i got i got to spend like 120 130 dollars for the prize to be like 150 160 it's a lot of work <laughs> and the time it takes you to burn yeah the time it takes and, whatnot. and so i've done some trades or whatever and i keep going back to the guy who's running it and i was like hey what's my deadline on this? <laughs> do i have to do this by like a certain time or is this like open until i can get around to it so this is an open call to anybody who has uh best of 2021 WNBA moments if you want to trade me for uh you know some NBA top shot moments uh. I'll see what I got you I'll see what I got you so what you're saying is it's Anthony Simons plus my spare best of 2021 moments for that's Barnes throwdown oh now we're talking we can we we can work on a deal I'll see what I got I'll see what I got Um, we got Steve up here. You summoned yeah, Steve, Steve, Jay. You summoned, summoned Steve, and then we've just iced him. We were like, Steve, get up here. Just kidding. Just kidding. 
Yo. What's up, Steve? Happy not Come Thanksgiving. On. Yeah, happy not Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Just a regular Friday. I'm watching uh, too much scoring in the basketball. Nice. Milwaukee just scoring way too much right now. That Giannis yeah. guy, he just scores and scores. He's pretty good. Not bad, yeah. not bad. They yeah, actually had a huge comeback. They were down by 15. I think they're up by like almost 20 now. Steve, at this... Yeah, so I... I uh... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to ask you a question, but if you've got something to say, go for it. Uh, no, what was your question? No, my question was, is like the last time we talked, you had you had just, you know, kind of done a deep dive into the, into the you know, kind of rankings and stuff. And my question at the time that week was, you know, did it inform some of your purchasing and, and, and tier levels, rarity, that sort of thing. Uh, we see your tweet up here about George Hill and stuff like, are you, you know, what's your overall sentiment right now? Uh, you know, kind of with, with purchasing, are you, are you focusing in on any, any particular, uh, you know, either sets or series or anything like that. Um, you had your large, you know, grail purchase, uh, the other week, you know, kind of what, what's your kind of perspective right now or, or without giving away your, your strategies? No, I'm, 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 I'm happy. I'm happy to give away my strategy to anyone who who cares. (laughs) Uh, I'm targeting like, Things that I th- feel have been unfairly um, dumped, basically, um, and that George Hill was a good example, right? So, I think it's insane. Like when I bought that for twenty six dollars, I looked back and cause I, I knew I bought one earlier in Series One. I figured I paid twenty something for it. I didn't realize I was the first guy to ever buy a George Hill with the strip moment. Like that kind of blew my mind, um, but. The fact that I'm buying moments now for nearly what I paid for them when I first joined is kind of insane to me. And like, it's especially insane because for the last year and a half, I've had people constantly tell me, oh, I wish I found Top Shot when you found Top Shot. You're so lucky. You know, It's like, literally, you can buy things right now for basically the same price I paid for it. I get it. Some things are more expensive. But some things aren't. And I guess my point was that uh, the market still seems to be in free fall. And I think there is opportunity here if you genuinely believe Top Shot will exist and be relevant in a couple of years. Um, and, you know, it might be a good time to buy. It might not be. It might be awful. It might be this might be the last uh, last exit uh, before, you know, before the dead end. So, um, like myself i've i've i haven't stopped buying i've been buying since i didn't i'm buying now like the george hill was great but i had a follow-up post on that same tweet i bought a series one colin sexton hollow for 362 dollars it's like this moment has been consistently in the low thousands for you know a year and a half uh, and, and man, people are just so panicky right now. But here's, here's the truth. I knew this would come. I knew this day would come um, where people would panic and dump and whatever. But I'm hoping this time around 
Uh, like, and honestly, I'm cheering for it. I want this thing. I want the, the I want the market and the floor to go as close to zero as possible because that's when I know all the crazy people like myself will continue to buy, scoop it all up, and the people who are left are, are basically like the people who are buying now are crazies, and they're they're my people, um, and they're the people who are fearless and they'll they'll hold it and they'll collect it and. They really don't give a shit about this, the the uh, the falling prices. Um, so you know, I'm uh, I'm I'm cheering for the I'm cheering for us to see the bottom soon, um, so we can rebuild. Basically, like the 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 quicker we hit the bottom, the quicker we can um, build up from, you know, all this nonsense of like people fudding the the, the constant down markets and whatever. Uh, yeah, so that's my my two cents there. I've yeah, I've kind of been a fan of the hard reset idea too market wise not necessarily dapper pressing reset but just that it it just the prices did hit a level where it didn't make sense for the average person to jump into this wacky world we all got obsessed with but now it is like hey go spend 100 bucks 200 bucks you can get a lot of fun moments uh really experience the product and all this stuff and i think that is a, a healthy way to start building again and i'm kind of with you steve and i know that a few people in the wolf pack there's been both but there's a few people that are like nope needs to come down more then we'll start again and That's steve you, i mean go ahead no you you had mentioned uh you know last we talked about you know some of the premium stuff you know you know using the offer the offer system uh, to purchase that. And that is something that I, as, you know, a, you know, as a, you know, somebody who pays attention, but, it, uh, you know, has a lot going on in life, uh, doesn't, you know, you know, I, I'm not a grinder, right? you know, like I like to collect or whatever, but I want to make smart decisions. Right. Um, and I took away, from the last time we chatted, you know, you know, you said, you know, making offers, uh, and, you know, and, and, and so I started to put out some of my, my first offers out there. Um, do you have any advice for like how to put out an offer, um, or, you know, what sort of level of offer to put out or things to, 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 to target? Those are great questions. I feel like I'm an expert in this now. I've sent out, over 10,000 offers. Like, no joke. I checked on live token. Um, and what many That's of those. Insane. You yeah. are crazy. Yeah. It, it's a crazy, crazy thing. Um, offers is incredible and super underused. Not many people understand how powerful the thing is. Um, so in general, like I try not to buy anything from the market anymore, like directly. Everything I do is an offer. <laughs> I think that's my first bit of advice. If you want something, make an offer. Um, and this, the, the other bet is basically just make it, I, I only make addition offers. Um, I'm not, right now I'm into value plays. So it's like I could overpay for a jersey or a number one, but right now I feel like I'd rather own, I, I, I'd, I'd rather own, unless it's a really, really cheap jersey or number one, uh, I'd rather just own like the cheapest possible moment that I can get my hands on. What's really surprised me about offers though is you'd be surprised how often people will accept an offer and they actually give you a decent cereal. Like that happens way more than you'd think. Um, and I have a, a, a kind of a, a hypothesis why that happens. 
is I think people with like lower cereals, they price it too high so it doesn't move and they get frustrated and they ultimately just accept the offer. So like it's weird, but sometimes you can actually get way lower cereals offers. It's so weird. Um, so I've learned that. Um, and yeah, for the offers, I basically just beat the offer by like a couple dollars. Sometimes at the dollar, I literally just want to just, just be higher than the other guy. Um, and you're probably fine. Um, like I use my tool, uh, my, my moment stats tool to basically help me find moments that have been, um, have been hurt the most. And I, I almost exclusively target those. Um, so I basically sort by moments that have been, you know, just shit kicked. <laughs> and, and, and then what I do on those moments is I make super aggressive lowball offers on the most shit kicked moments. So I'm making lowball offers on moments that have already been like just dumped on. So for me, it's like I'm I'm making low offers on low offers, and um, um, because I make I send out so many, you're going to get a lot of bites. It's a numbers game. Um, so that's kind of what like Steve. I work at a nightclub. Yeah. What you're essentially saying is you're the guy at bar closes at two you're the guy at 155 who's just prowling around the room like talking to everything he can talk to to see if just something's gonna work out for him <laughs> right and no, and no, but no, no, it's not only that it's like literally it's it's working out it is it is it is like it's it's no joke it's just the thing people are doing it that's why it's working um <laughs> and it's it's actually kind of crazy because there's like only a handful of people like i can probably count them on one hand that are doing this with me. Um, and I think they're all smart because they're, they're all, well, they're copying my strat or vice versa. But um, so it's, it's kind of funny to see it. I've actually been uh, thinking about, I don't know what you guys are thinking about this. I'll just shop this to the group right now. Um, a, you know, <laughs> not financial advice, but this is how Steve's, Steve buys things. I'll walk you through exactly what I do. Um, and you can literally just copy my strat. If, if hypothetically you wanted to buy something um, with the premise that this all might go to zero, <laughs> right? like I, I want everyone, um, uh, you know, to understand there's still like, you shouldn't be buying anything here. If you're, um, if, if you're actually trying to use this as some kind of like a investment tool or something, that's not what this is for. This is collecting. But when I say I'm targeting moments that have been beaten down, like that's because those moments and I in many cases, they will be they're, they're scarce, um, and uh, I think they're, they're they're good collectibles to have if you're. I'm always looking for things to trade, basically. So if I can collect some really scarce things and get them really cheap, then I'm like I'm, I'm optimizing for a future where, you know, whether I use the evaluate market trading tool or whatever, I can trade for other things I want um, because I own you know scarce things like the like we all know about Diallo the throwdowns like that kind of deal, right? where you have something that's a little more valuable that you can use as like trade bait essentially for something else. Um, but I, I don't know what you guys think about like the general idea of uh, kind of showing people what, how, how I do things. I think it's all right actually. Cause I think that's part of the connecting and you're going to adapt and you're going to grow and change too. So showing people what you do right now is fine. I know you're a guy that's usually two steps ahead on that too. So you're probably already got your next thesis plan. So 
you share the now and then you've still got your next plan. Yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, my only concern of like sharing my, my strategies or whatever, I really want to share it with people who I think want to collect with me. Um, like I, here's the mistake I made in series one was I helped a lot of people accumulate a lot of moments that I thought were collecting with me. And those people all dumped and left. So uh, I kind of feel a little bit cheated in that way, like uh, a little bit used. Um, yeah, you helped them make money when you thought yeah. you were helping them grow this yeah. product well, and thought, love with yeah, you. Exactly. I thought we were growing something together and we were building collections that stick together. And because and, at the end of the day, these things only have value if enough people want to want to hold them with you. Um, otherwise, they're all worthless. Um, so... Right. And that's why I asked my questions, you know, is because I, you know, I, I, I am pursuing this in the same vein as you, Steve. And, and, you know, and, and I, I think that you, uh, you know, your intelligence with the product and, 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 and how you go about it is, you know, is exactly beneficial for that reason, um, you know, and not to, you know, it, 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 but I, but I did ask the question kind of, you know, with the the trepidation that you know you might not want to, <laughs> to share because you don't want people to to use the 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 kind of information for for ill purposes and whatnot. And so, no, I, you, know, I, you know, and I ask because I want to be a smarter you know smarter collector. I don't want to be that guy who spent you know, three months buy, buying into pumps, you know, uh, who yep. is ultimately paying, paying a premium for things that I've just held on to, you know, and, and, you know, and, and why I have, you know, such a red, red account at this, this point in time, I love everything I own. It's hard for me to separate from, from some of that stuff, but I want to be able to, you know, uh, look at it in a manner, uh, in which I can, uh, leverage, you know, what I've done, for you know obtaining more you know uh and 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 continuing this uh in support of the product yeah everything you said makes sense uh i'm i am i'm on board to 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 share a strategy like that's that's part of the fun for me is being able to share strategy with collectors um and you know um like you know share strategies amongst each other um this one's fun too because you're you're giving us the tools to maybe fight back against the people who are dumping. That's the thing, right? So uh, I, I don't, I'm still thinking about how I how I kind of gate this, but uh, I, you know, a thought I have is like as long as I see you have like maybe if you're just ranked in a, a certain number for a team or something, then like that qualifies you. Like I basically just want to see you locked moments. I think I think that's good enough for me. Um, to know that you're you're actually committed in some way to the platform, um, just to weed out people who maybe aren't. I don't know. Yeah, I think that is a good idea. Yeah, check. That's a good. That is a good gauge. Did you lock moments? You probably have some level of commitment. I mean, there obviously are people that locked moments thinking they were going to get some duo that was worth two thousand dollars, and they were they were making a financial move, but. I think the lock moments is is a good is a good bar of long term mindset. 
Yeah, I, I mean, the way I'm approaching things right now is is like, uh, yes, there's, there's a lot of risk here. I'm just optimizing for a future upshot exists. Um, so, you know, um, a lot of people, you know, on Twitter will say the opposite. They think there's no future here or whatever, but, um, you know, uh, like like last week, just I, th I think um, someone mentioned uh, the market cap or something, uh, or sorry, a red a red a red account. Um, last week, someone bought like a tray series one tray hollow, um, leaving only one for sale in the market. Well, the one that was for sale in the market was now it was listed at a million dollars, which is silly. Um, but what that did to the single tray hollow I owned is it. Now the floor is a million dollars, right? So you go to you go to Live Token or whatever, it'll, it'll adjust it because now there's you know the floor has moved up. Um, but that's like a silly way of looking at things. I I think why I bring that up is um, everyone's just so focused on how red their account looks, which is sure it could be true if you sold everything or tried to sell everything today. Um, but I think focusing on like a constant red is the same as focusing on a constant green. Um, I think they're both a little bit strange. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, right now is not really a great time to sell. I mean, that's just the honest truth. Like that's, we were all having difficulties. Um, I'm, I'm having a really tough time now trying to anything to sell that I don't feel awful selling, by the way, because like there's just so many things. I just feel so anchored to past prices. It it hurts to, to consider mm -hmm. selling. What the yeah, price exactly. is now, yeah, yeah. You know? I had to get over that recently too, because I was, I was just telling them earlier, I fire sold a lot of my all day account and I was looking through my offers on uh, TS recently to be like, okay, what was I valuing too much? You know, like what 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 is someone offering me the closest to market value? And I did accept a few offers because I was like, well, you know what, maybe I'm just gotta get get into the current. This thing is twenty seven dollars now, and is this Brandon Boston Jr. ever gonna go up? Probably not. Maybe I just need to. Do I want it? No. Do I want to try to get some better Raptors to lock? Yes. So it is hard to get into that current market mindset, you know, get away from these old prices. Yeah. It's going to take a little while. I mean, I, <laughs> I don't think we're, we'll see anything meaningful happen for this movement if it ever happens and, and, until we see like a massive growth on Top Shot. So right now it's basically on bet on whether or not that growth will, will ever happen. Um, if it doesn't, then this is kind of the market forever. Um, so, I, you know, again, I'm not in that camp, uh, but I think it's kind of, even with my tweet today, it's kind of fun to almost lay it out there as like, uh, please just acknowledge that there's a chance this goes to zero. Because if, if you start there, if you start with like a really pessimistic view of where, where we are, um, then I think it only sets you up for, to be like to be pleasantly surprised, if you're if you're just opt if you're convinced that this will end in some kind of a worst case scenario maybe, um, and you're still okay with that and you're still okay with collecting, um, then I think you're in a good spot. I think a lot of people didn't think that way. I think they put money in, they never thought that it could go down um, realistically. And so I think everyone's just kind of pissed off and they have been for a very long time. And I understand it because they just weren't in the right mindset. So I don't know. I, I, this reset I think is, is good.
Yeah, I think so too. And I do think, like I said earlier, I think if new people are going to get onto the product, it's because they can come and grab a $3 pack. They can grab their favorite player for a cheap price and do a couple things. You know, I, I always talk about, you know, I was late to the game, got on last March. And I remember when I, or March 2020 or whatever. And I remember the first time I looked, I was like, so the worst Raptor is like $25 American. Like what the fuck is this product? You know, why would I ever do that? And then I became a DGen and I, I saw why people were doing it, but I, I do think there is something to be said about, you know, if parents are going to start an account and get it for their kids. Like it's, it's got to on some level have a lot of cheap things to buy as well as there should be hollows that are cool and rare and stuff. So I, I do think there could be positives out of a reset if we're going to build to the average, average Joe. Steve, were you buying hot packs at all? Or, and did you buy, buy uh, the rare pack? Uh, or the elite pack at all, or or were you just uh, hunt, uh, you know, stocking the market marketplace for everybody? Yeah, that's that's a really good, great question. Um, for the first hot pack, I only bought one, almost at a protest. Um, but then, yeah, the re- the one this this week, um, I actually bought twenty nine. I put my order in for thirty. Uh, I got twenty nine. Um, I figured, you know what, $3 packs, that's kind of fun. I didn't open any of them. I don't really plan to because I knew that um, if you just want to collect these moments, like for real, uh, don't buy the packs. That's that's the lesson right now, especially when the market's in free fall. Do not buy the packs if you want to collect the moments. Go to the marketplace and send offers. So that's what I've been doing, um, and I've had great success. Like Scotty Barnes is a great example. I was picking Scotty Barnes up from, I think, forty-four to fifty dollars uh, with offers. Uh, I've got six of them. I think my average cost is I don't know, maybe four to six dollars. Um, that's just an example. Um, I think I bought like a, a Tim Burton Tucker uh, for twenty-nine dollars today after the drop. <laughs> like, imagine someone paying fifty-nine dollars. And then immediately selling their guaranteed rare in the pack for $29. That's what they did. These people love making bad decisions on this platform. Like, that's the reality of this. And that'll never go away. People love burning money. And so my lesson is right now, um, people love burning money. If you, if you want to just collect, uh, just buy from the market and to buy packs. Um, unless you just want to hold packs like me because I'm just weird like that. No, like, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. Like I, I, uh, you know, like, I, I mean, I love ripping packs. Right. And so like, I've been buying into, uh, all these, any opportunity, like I'll, I'll get in. Like, I, I think the only, the only ones I, you know, I, I think there's only one or two that I have, you know, uh, since I joined the platform that I've, you know, stayed away from. You know, just because, you know, I want want the experience, I want the excitement, right? And I think that that's what they're preying upon, right? Uh, but, uh, you know, also from the collector mindset, you know, uh, I, I, you know, I do want to ensure that it's, you know, good value or whatever. And, uh, you know, I, I, it, and 
and when we met in in, in Vegas at the at the top golf top golf event, uh, you know, I ended up, you know, showing you uh, <laughs> showing you my unopened pack because I, you know, I get, you know, I I, I hang on to some uh, and 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 keep them, and, and and I think your comment was, oh, you know. Hey, hey, yeah, you know, that's a nice, nice little collection of packs. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that's cute, you know, like, uh, you know, your, your one or two here or there. Uh, but, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm hanging on to all of them, uh, you know, as well, you know, just because I believe that, you know, sometime in the future, there are going to be people, you know, one, there's going to be the ability to sell an unopened pack. And two, there are going to be people who want to rip, you know, that particular type of pack from that era or, or, or whatever, you know? And so it's like, you know, if, if, you, if you're talking in the physical world, you know, like hanging on to something for, you know, 10, 20, 15, uh, 15 years or whatever, and, and, and then, you know, re reselling it. And, and that's the beauty of, uh, top shot in the blockchain right is you can see you know what's still out there right what what hasn't been what hasn't been open yet what's still lingering and and whatnot uh and and so it's a lot of fun but that's uh that's interesting to hear you say that you know uh you know from you know a pure collector standpoint it's not necessarily worth your while like if you're looking for the fun of it the excitement or whatever you know go for it but you know if you're in it for the collecting and the accumulation or whatever uh right now we're at a moment where 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 you can you know through offers or the marketplace get what you need uh without uh you know stressing i guess exactly that's actually the same reason why i, I do most flash challenges these days i don't open my flash challenge pack. I keep it sealed because it's just part of my pack collection. Um, and then I'll go and I'll buy the rewards from the marketplace after the fact, usually for much cheaper. Um, like today I bought a, a spud web reward. Remember that one that happened less than two months ago? Um, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. It cost about $20 worth of moments that you had to burn. It was six moments. You know how much I bought this spud web for? Three bucks? Yeah, four dollars. Four dollars. <laughs> but it's like someone paid at like minimum, I remember this, a minimum of twenty dollars at the time of moments they had to burn to get that three dollars that they that they sold to me today, or four dollars. So um the takeaway is most flash challenges they're not worth doing unless you just want to like just wanna have some fun ripping a pack or wanna keep a pack sealed. Um but besides that you're just better off to buy it from the market if you actually just want to collect the moment. Um, and then so for the pack thing too, I'm, I've been a pack order for a while because uh, to me, it's like, um, it's like uh, having like a, a wine collection or something. I imagine a future where, you know, 10 years down the road, I can, I can crack, a, you know, a, a November uh, 2022 vintage um, hot packs too, or whatever, and kind of be thrown back in time. And, and hopefully when that happens, I'll appreciate the moments even more. Um, 
and I'll, and I might even pay more more attention to them because I know right now we're all just kind of opening them and like next 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 whatever. But um, I think in the future for me, I'm just imagining a scenario where we just pay closer attention because the packs are older. So yeah, yeah. You actually yeah. read the description on the moment and you sink into like, oh yeah, I remember that guy was on that team and exactly right. A little bit more to it. He went, yeah. he went crazy and then killed those people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I remember that time. That was I remember AG oh. tweeting for five weeks about these packs. Huh. The good old days. Someday, somebody, someday, somebody's gonna pay me top dollar to rip this Dwayne Wade pack that I have unopened in my collection. <laughs> I've got three of them. <laughs> I think I, I did oh, mention I, I, I that pack is uh, terrible, but I did. You know, it seems so silly at the time, but I had a friend who quit Top Shot after those Dwayne. He bought three Dwayne Wade packs, and I was like, "Oh, I guess that wasn't a good look for them, was it?" <laughs> and he likes basketball, but he just felt so ripped off that he got he felt like he got tricked that it was all the same moment. So he's like, "Nope, that's it. I'm done." <laughs> These I, are the I think things to remember. Like anecdotally, for uh, Dapper. Um... Like they should, they should kind of protect the users users from themselves in some cases because um, it's like a dog who who will overeat and just eat themselves to death and like, barf. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. Like um, selling un- unlimited packs isn't a good thing because you'll have people that will just keep buying and they won't stop, and um, that's not good for anyone because then they everyone dumps in the market and these things aren't scarce. So yeah. I think. It's Dapper's responsibility, essentially, to, you know, kind of keep things scarce and not let people, like, overeat, basically. I agree. I agree. Um, and that's what was kind of fun about these new hot packs. You paid three bucks and you didn't you didn't feel like you were overeating, even if you opened 20. You know, you got a whole slew of different moments and different styles. Um, as a collector, Steve, we were kind of talking about it a bit earlier, but do you feel an urge to now be like, damn it, I'm going to have to get every rippled or every explosion or, or what all these parallels? Did that do anything for the collector? Yeah. yeah, it did. The problem is you can't make offers on them, right? So you see my dilemma. Oh, I see. You, know, you can't specifically do a parallel no, offer. No, no. And actually, here's something fun, too. Like, you know, when the packs dropped, um, I made $1 offers on all the bases, right? So obviously like how, how this works with, with offers is the it's first in first out. So the sooner you make an offer, like the sooner you'll get that fulfilled. So if you're the first person in, you'll get, you'll be the, the first one accepted. Um, I made my offer at $1. I think there were maybe like 50 people ahead of me, but the interesting part is, you know, I wake up in the morning. It's like, Oh, I got two more. So like I'm slowly filling in my base set. By sending in one by sending one dollar offers, um, you just have to have a little bit of patience. You might not get it like within a day, but within a week, you'll probably get a lot of them. So, did that. Um, but for the parallels, man, I wish I could send offers because I would be doing that. Um, I bought a couple that were that were priced at two or three dollars. Um, but but yeah, I really want the ability to send uh, offers on that because I would be doing that all day. Yeah, because you now want to get that base set in all parallel right I think that would be that would be awesome because i know how difficult that's going to be that's going to be yeah. like a, an insane task i think i think they um interest to fix it and then it will make uh, allow the users to make offers on 
rather than on the whole thing. That makes more sense. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of work that needs to be done um, on the UI side for for parallels. I, I like parallels. I know a lot of people might not like them, but I, I like them. They basically made um, if you're going to min 16k uh, moments, they did it in a really interesting way, where they group them in the certain ways that people care about individual groups. Um, like a lot of it will kind of blend together, but some of it won't. Like the the 4k versus the 8k, like it might be a dollar difference, it might be the same price, but I think once you start going down to like the 500 mint or even thousand mint. Um, I think that'll get you know a certain segment of the collectors kind of excited, uh, so I, I like it. But yeah. it needs to work. Yeah, you're gonna need to go in and trace those parallels and like get hold of the people and offer to trade them if you're gonna gonna get all the explosion moments or whatever. Um, interesting, Jay mentioned too, and I hadn't realized it that they released some players different parallels at a time, so all the parallel levels aren't out for each player. So that's an, an interesting wrinkle as well. Yeah, I noticed that. I'm not sure why they did that. Um, I'm I'm curious what what the reason was, but uh, yeah, that that was a little disappointing because I was trying to find out. Like, I was trying to I think buy the. Um, what the explosion parallel for all of them, and then I realized, oh wait, they're not released. Yes, there's just a couple explosions, a couple ripples, a couple vortex. Um, they seem to be doing less less in the releases, which I guess is a good thing in terms of like a collecting first mindset. Like Jay was saying, he's like, well, I got the whole base set now because it's not. They didn't put 120 moments out right away. They put, you know, 20 moments, and then they added eight, and then they they added a few here or there. Even the for the win and throwdowns, you know, it used to be, think of last year's throwdowns. Everyone's like, okay, we got to get all these 30 throwdowns, and we're going crazy, and now it's, what is there, three? You know, it's like, okay, I got three. Interesting. So, you, you know, people can actually sort of grow with the season to get their throwdowns collection and stuff. So there's a lot of different collecting styles coming. If this stays consistent, like that's really a good approach because I think it it doesn't um, it's it's nice on the budget. I think yeah, um, it doesn't feel not, like you got to break your bank. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I I, I kind of like that uh, the, the idea of, of this. And you yeah, can make a plan yeah. too. You can be a further win guy right now. Be like, hey, I got one in a pack. Maybe I'll do that series and I'll and I'll go through the season with it and not feel like every two weeks you're you're behind the eight ball to to financially keep up to some set, you know. And that's why I like it is because you know I have you know earmarked X amount of dollars as my you know NBA Top Shot Mad Bunny or whatever, and and to not feel pressured to uh, you know throw down for the complete set and overextend myself like I can you know complete what I can complete at that moment and and then you know wait for another couple of paychecks to roll in for the next drop yep I totally agree uh, Spine welcome to the show uh, first question is to Steve yes. with all the packs obviously you've probably done this but so they, we know how many packs are left, and we know what what cards are kind of left in those packs. Do you 
look over your collection and be like, okay, there's only so many of these packs left. I got so many of these, and this number one or this jersey is still available. Does that eat away at you at all and make you want to rip anything? The numbers are only going to get smaller that you'll have. One of these days, I feel like you're going to be like, I have that in a pack, and I know it. That's honestly, that's the, um, that's, that's the hope is one day I know I have the winning pack because everyone else has opened their pack. That's kind of the dream is to know you have like a seal Jersey match or something and to know within that pack, that would be, that would be fun. Um, but it's not really, you know, like a big reason why I don't open my packs is I open a lot of my packs early and, and series one or whatever. And, and even series two, I think. And I, I think I was just disappointed by a lot of my pulls. Um, so I got more enjoyment out of keeping them sealed because to me, it's like, I, I, it's like when you have a lottery ticket or something, you're like, you, you think about all, I think about winning a lottery and it's, it's just fun to think about the what ifs, but as soon as you open it, then, you know, you know, basically Schro- Schrodinger's uh, pack, right? <laughs> like if I open the pack, I know that I know it's dead. If I don't, then it's, it's alive. So uh, I'll keep it sealed. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just buy from the market because I, I, I really do enjoy buying like the exact thing I want uh, as opposed to like uh, opening a pack and, and hoping that I get the thing I want. I, I feel like I see a program that you'll be building here soon so you can keep track of that more easily. Call me crazy, but. Yeah, I kind of already have some of that. Um it's a huge reason why I keep track of like the burning numbers and lock numbers and whatever um, is because of that. Uh, you know, even something like the, the, the uh, Lamello cool cats, there's still, I think 20 people that have it sealed in a pack. Um, so those are 20 people that are pretty crazy because you know, on all the perks of the nine lives lounge. Right. Um, and even the idea, like I might be tempted to open mine only because, um, like I bought another one from the market, right? So I'm in the Nine Lives Lounge, but I've got my sealed pack. But I might open the sealed pack because you're allowed to have two complete sets, and then a complete set of the Cool Cats um, makes you eligible for a rare pack. So my dilemma is, if I keep the pack sealed, then I miss out on like a rare pack. Um, versus if I open it, then I can easily complete a second set, you know? So it's, there's almost like an opportunity cost here of not opening the pack. Um, I don't know. It's just a fun one. Take it either way. You, you've always got your brain going a million miles a minute for all this stuff. So it's fun to see how you're, how you're working. Um, uh, I will say, uh, not, not off topic with Top Shot, but I kind of got, well, I got an invite the other night from Luke to go to a show which is um is a street artist it's dapper labs first venture into street art basically and the guy made 8888 of them and he um with each if you buy one you get the nft and you get the physical piece so i got one and um that was good and and they had like the artist it was actually right down the street from my house so i went down checked it out met luke and and um they had like a the artist was there and he was spray painting everybody their own like if you bought a piece like your own personalized merch so i got one of those and um the the mint is on the eighth 
So that's cool. And um, so we'll see which one I end up with. Left that night, and, and apparently they're going to the weekend tomorrow. And Luke was like, I'll let you know about – he's like, if someone's one, they get tickets for the weekend. So sure enough, I got the email um, or the text yesterday saying, you got the tickets for the weekend. And uh, he's like, all I need is your email and your phone number and your name. And, and then so I got an email today from Dapper Labs, and I just need to sign or go to the VIP and check in. And then they escort you down to the VIP uh, section. So should be good. And then this was on top of me just going to the uh, Lakers game uh, through the Discord uh, that I won last weekend. I took Big Native with. And so I've been kind of on fire with the. Uh, so, what you're life. saying is Surly Spine Charmer's back. You got He's not Surly right anymore. He's back. He's back. He probably bought some packs again. <laughs> I did not. I did not buy any packs. I thought about it. Though. <laughs> I, thought about it. I, thought about it. I was like, I'll just buy a few of these threes. And I was like, no, he's not. You know what it is? Like, too much of these fudding. Fudding everywhere. All darn it. Like, except for. Uh, Chris Treat, everybody seems to be fudding, so it's not a big deal. I just feel like I bought a lot, and I bought a lot of sets, and I'm, all, I'm no Steve, but I've got plenty of bags packed, and I'm just kind of simmering right now, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm not fire selling, that's for sure. That's Like Steve was saying, that's it's not the right time, but also very cool to get some prizes and, and win, and <clears throat> you know, Dapper Labs getting into the art scene, too, is kind of cool. Um yeah, that's a really cool thing. The art was really neat on that, too. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was a, like a different kind of smiles project, if you will. So <clears throat> the only problem, I was hoping I could have just uh, pulled up my Dapper wallet and used that there for the sale, but that wasn't available. But uh, I'll probably get to that point. And did you got the physical one on the spot? No, you don't because you don't know which one you get yet. They have the oh, I mint. see. It's just like an NFT, right? So you got to wait for the mint date to see which one you got, and then they'll ship you out your physical piece. What's up? Hey, Spine. I was just wondering, hey. did you see any kind of celebrities or famous people show up to that uh, event that night? Because, you know, they did a similar event in either Miami or New York. I can't remember exactly where that was. I sent a screenshot of that on your Instagram to, to you guys in the back chat. So that was the night, and then some supermodel retweeted that. I'm taking a photo of it. What I noticed was um, <clears throat> this has been going on for, I think they're doing it for a week or two or something like that. And I followed the group, the Seeds of Happiness, and they've had like all sorts of Instagram models there and this. <clears throat> this and that to try and get people to come down there. <clears throat> I met um, some Mickey, Mickey, <clears throat> excuse me, I got something in my throat here. It's weed, that's what's in your throat. No, 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 I took a shot. <clears throat> <laughs> I met a Mickey, Mickey, somebody's the vice president of Dapper, and uh, <clears throat> he seemed like a big wig of Dapper. It was more Dapper employees, I'd say. And then Luke, I guess, if you want to count him as a, a uh, high celebrity or whatever but no big stars or anything like that it seemed <clears throat> it seemed kind of chill to be quite honest with you once i showed up yes celebrities were I, there was one celebrity but 
Yeah, there was people buzzing in each other's you're like, that's the guy that owns sixteen Diallos. I was like, I'm spying and they were like, We we know who you are, sir. <laughs> they were howling, you know, people were howling. <laughs> so that was good. That's fun. Yeah. You get to take in jewels to uh yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're gonna go. She didn't go to he, the NBA game. Yeah, so he, take- he puts on a great live show. <laughs> He's actually a really good live singer. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, this is, uh, I think he canceled the last time he was here in L.A., and so this is like his redo or whatever. Right. But it should be cool to be VIP. Yeah. If of you know, for just on that note, I, um, I, think he, I think he was in the concert. I think this is the one where he lost his voice mid, like when he started the concert. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he yeah. was in the same city. Yeah, that, that was pretty bad. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, actually, I, I saw him in September too, uh, oh, and that was did. like a yeah, that was a makeup for the uh, a canceled concert in July. That was like a different scenario completely. But like, yeah, he's awesome. So you'll have a great time. Yeah, I'm and the thinking, VIP should be neat. Is that a box seat or is that like up front sort no of thing? Clue. I show up as this VIP thing. I just check in. I don't even have tickets. I just check in, and then they escort you down into whatever the VIP is. And uh, <clears throat> so we'll see how that goes. Should be good. We'll see if hey. he's there or whatever. Probably he will be because I think he's coming to Portland. Hopefully. Uh, anyways, I have a question for Steve. Have you ever been to the Yule Festival in Toronto? I have not, surprisingly. Maybe soon. Or if it, I don't know when it is actually, but that'd be fine. I think usually they have it in October just because, you know, Trace yeah, Holland. Uh, no, I guess I missed the last one, but yeah. I have not. I have not done it. The last one he brought the OVO tour. Is that what you said, Davey? It was hard to hear you. Yeah, OVO tour. Yeah, he did the um, the old school tour in the summer. He brought all the old. I guess they'd be weird to you, but he brought all like every big old Canadian rap group did a show in Toronto for OVO. Name one Canadian rap group. Rascals. Cardinal name official heard, name someone somebody that needed. Uh, Cardinal official had a big hit in the that, states too. That aren't Canadian. What do you mean that aren't Canadian? No, no. I it's, mean, for like the American listeners here, are there any bands that are? Cardinal here? official had a top song in the states, but not many Canadian rappers have had uh, American. Well, Maestro Fresh West was the first one, and he also played oh, at this. Drop the needle. You know that. Oh. What about Lake Placid? No, not yet. Next year's. Okay. Next okay. year's. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, that was his last OVO tour, which was cool. It was a nice nod to, to Canada where he had, I think it was like nine or ten uh, classic Canadian rappers play the OVO tour. Uh, Drake, definitely by far our biggest Canadian rapper. Okay, ever. Drake, duh. I guess that goes without saying. My yes. Name. Yeah. Does... Yeah, um... that, there's a weekend, or oh, no, not weekend. I mean, party next door. He's Canadian, right? Who? Uh, well, never mind then. <laughs> no, I couldn't hear you. Your phone's cutting in and out. It wasn't the, the name. I just couldn't hear what you said. Oh, there's a, I don't know whether he classifies an R&B singer or rapper. Um, his name's Party Next Door. Have you heard of him? No, I haven't. So Dre actually brought him up, and then he was at um was at a whole bunch of festival and all that stuff. I'm not quite sure if any of you guys knew. 
what are your guys' thoughts on um, her or excuse me, uh, weekend bringing out Kanye for Hurricane? Huh? Anybody? I don't think he'll bring out Kanye, but when I saw Weekend play at Coachella, he did sing the Hurricane chorus, which is a beautiful chorus. So you should hopefully spy and get your Hurricane fix. I want to get that Hurricane fix. Big song. He had like cool lightning effects in the background and everything too. So hopefully, hopefully you get a little Hurricane. It's a catchy son of a gun. Yeah, you know that the Weekend's Canadian too, right? Shut up! Don't shut up! Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I had no clue. I had no clue. Yeah. Sorry. The we- you're all dis Canadian shit. Uh, you're off to a Canadian curious. concert I said, tomorrow. I thought so, you were uh, saying besides Drake. I thought we just all do. Yeah, Drake and the weekend and like Bieber. We've had some huge acts lately. Oh, but... Bieber, Bieber. Also Cheryl yeah. Crow, right? Cheryl Crow is Canadian. Yeah. Arcade Fire. Alanis Morris set, right? Honestly, Shania Twain's Canadian, yeah. A great Alanis Morissette documentary that Bill Simmons' production team put out last year called Jagged. I highly recommend watching it. We just went and saw Jagged Little Pill, the pan, the um, like the uh, screen or the musical. Musical. It was all right. They should have played more of the songs from the album. Yeah, where you're like, where's the good songs from the album? I know. That's exactly what I. Yeah. I know watching that Jagged documentary, I like, you know, I haven't listened to Alanis Morissette in 20 years. And at the end of the documentary, I was like, God damn, I forgot that album had so many jams on it. That was, it was a, that was a slammer of an album. That was a BMG special. Like everybody was getting that off the old BMG back in the day. With Is that, CDs. Oh, that's man. where you like buy 10 <laughs> CDs for a penny for and a you penny, signed up yeah. and you didn't realize that you signed your life away. <laughs> My dad one time said, I think you got a note from Collections. What's that all about? And I was like, ooh, that's probably that BMG thing I signed up to. <laughs> if it seems you know. too easy, it probably is. Right? <laughs> the thing that used to uh, happen to, I did it one time because I worked out the math and it seemed like a good deal. And they sent me a bunch of the edited versions of the albums, too nothing's worse than when you get the edited version of a bloody album. You're like, oh, here's Cypress Hill, but edited. Like, oh, great. Thanks. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. I need a little album to maybe get into, Spine. When we're in Portland, I don't know if you're going to come the Thursday, the 26th, but uh, the artist J.I.D., spelled J.I.D., J.I.D., his new album, very good. He's playing Portland Thursday, so just saying, maybe we can get a little rap show in. Oh my, okay, just you just get a little rap show in. And let's do it all. Why wouldn't we? That's true. Why wouldn't that's we? How, that's how we roll. Yeah, exactly. I've been scouting out the cocktail places. I don't doubt it. I'm surprised. You probably already have a map you made up with all the spots. I, and... I did look on a map to where I'm staying, to where they would be. Yes. Yeah, you got you got all the lines. You got like some Indiana Jones stuff. You're like, okay, here we go, here, and over here, and back here in the game. Well, you know, I like to keep it a little organic too. Like we like to talk to the bartender and see where they can send us. That's part of the fun too. You want to find That's... something new. You've got some skills in that department, that's for we sure. We did have that nice meal in Vegas at that place we would have never found if we didn't sort of go, go on some recommendations. That was lovely. Mark, I miss was you, a... by the way. I know. 
Mark hasn't Mark fell asleep, I think, like two hours ago in this chat. He's been up here, but he is not here. <laughs> surprise, surprise. I know. Just when we're gonna end, Mike G503 shows up. He's like, Hey, you guys talking about Portland and drinking? Look at that guy. Jesus, Mike. We've been I'm sitting here. To, I'm heading to Portland in two weeks. Never Ooh. been there. Been talked into extending, you know, the Friday through Monday. So I got time. Oh. Well, let's bring I'm Mike up, up here so you can connect with him. Oh, yeah. Davy, you're going to Portland, aren't you? But you're doing the yeah. you're, you're doing your Davy thing where you come in for five minutes. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to attend the whole game. But Jay, I do have a suggestion because um, there is a uh, uh, University of Portland, uh, Portland, obviously. Uh, well, sorry, in um, in Portland, uh, and they have a female NCAA basketball game on. I'm, I'm doing some work there. Um, there's a three New Zealand uh, women's basketball player playing in that team, so I'm going to do a few interviews and all that, and then shoot the game a little bit, and then uh, and then I'm gonna head up to the Blazers uh, watch the game. So if you're free in the afternoon, the games at I think starts at three o'clock, so it should be a good one. So Wednesday game finished, so we're just gonna head to the stadium afterwards. If you're keen to come, what day out, is that? Uh, that's on the Saturday. All right. Hey. That Sunday. might be when all the Top Shot events are going on, though, Davey. No, the Top Shot events are Sunday. Uh, after oh, I think okay. there's a VIP event on the Saturday, but I'm obviously not ordering enough. I'm not VIP. VIP either, Davey. So hey, gonna, I'm hey, VIP. We're going to meet up. Yep. We're going to do some bro hugs. Nice. Don't, yeah, we'll don't do get him too stoned, Davy. Don't get Jay too stoned. He'll you'll lose him. He'll disappear <laughs> in his heartbeat. Yeah, we, he'll we definitely some, disappear. We we go get some donuts and then you know head to the game. Hey, we're gonna watch the women's basketball. They're pretty fun. They're a pretty good team this year as well. So um, gonna watch the women's basketball game and then we're gonna head to the stadium watch the Trailblazer game. I got my ticket as well, so I'm all good to go. Did you get your ticket, Jay? Oh yeah, I'm I'm locked in. I'm locked in. So I'm gonna slide nice. into your your DMs. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hook up. For sure, for sure, hundred percent. What, I, I what think... section are the tickets in? We're uh, sweet. We're sweet level. I thought. Really? No, I think Chewie was salty about that too. Chewie was just saying saying that oh, you can't just have a whole bunch of VIP in the suite, and then you have other people in the different section. They kind of like you know. He was he was talking about it, but he's always salty about something. But I was gonna yeah. say that'd be well, weird if he wasn't salty. Imagine they made an announcement and he didn't gripe about it. Yeah, that'd be well, strange. Uh, I do I do have to say as uh, as as a captain uh, of an NBA Top Shot team, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm uh, primo sweet level. Level tickets for the game. So, are you just okay, wanting okay. that in, St in Steve's face? Because Steve let, doesn't get that privilege let anymore. Me tell, You're like, let me tell Jay <laughs> something here. I was there at the old uh, game, and I was chit chatting it up with uh, some of the guys there. And I said, "What? Well, how about that? Uh, how about the the Wolf's Den? How they doing? On how's the team captain doing over there?" And uh, well, they were like, well, they're okay, but they're no Lakers uh, team captain, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know if they're biased, 
but sounds to me like you better pick your game up, son. Uh, oh, they're absolutely biased because, uh, you know, for what <laughs> uh, what they buy you guys a fucking one suite a year and we got season tickets for every fucking game. So, uh, you know, how about them apples? I don't know about them apples. And also, about your apples. And also, Jay sent me a thunderclap thing for the That's free. That's true. It's true. You know, That's above and beyond. So, <laughs> Mike so, G five hundred three yeah. is just staying out of this too. He's like, "Well, I'm not what, mentioning what, my captaincy anymore." What started? What started as me, uh, you know, uh, thinking that I was, uh, you know, you know, just totally, uh, you know, um, sticking it to a, a complainer from Australia. Uh, by sending him, you know, some game worn, uh, you know, thunder sticks or whatever, uh, uh, you know, I, I dropped it in the chat that I had, you know, said I was going to send him something nice and sent him some freebie uh, thunder sticks uh, because he was complaining about uh, his level of access as an international. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Davey was like, I love me th- some thunder sticks. Like, all right. Yeah. David yeah. makes chicken salad out of chicken shit. He's a good dude like that. Pure, pure happiness. So, you know, uh Davy, when we meet up, um, I got some more I got some more Wolves Den certified approved swag for you for sure, my brother. Mike Mike, hey, I pulled you up here to... so you could uh make sure to connect with Jay beforehand too. Jay's coming into your fine city for the top shot tour. And he, he only has a few homies there, so we need to show him some love. Um, Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm excited. And Mike, you I've, need to get, get on these Raptors port, uh, Blazers tickets here, too. Come on. Yeah, no kidding. That, too. My I'm wife's kidding. on my ass we're, about we're, we're this, Mike. My that. wife's on my, on my ass about this. We're definitely working on that. Spine, See, even Spine Chummer is coming. We got to get him I've a ticket, too. Up, I've already hit up Mike G and, uh, and, and James Dillon Bond about uh, a, a collab or whatever. But I think Definitely. they know that. I think that they know that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, they don't want any. Uh, they don't want any. Uh, you know, distraction from 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 the blazer, the blazer flan- fandom. So they don't want to give any any sort of oxygen to the wolves at all for their mm. their tour stop. <laughs> they are ahead of you in the Western standings too. So. I mean, they don't deal with lowly teams. The Blazers are good now. Lakers went. Uh, Lakers won when I went. I'm just saying. I don't know. That's what Jay said too. Jay said he's two and zero at the Timberwolves I'm, games I'm, this year uh, yeah, too. I'm two and zero, and I'm bringing it to Portland, Mike. A Lakers win is pretty rare, though. <laughs> um, Mike, maybe take Jay to the Mississippi District. Do Jay likes a little drink, a little that? I don't know. It's a pretty cool spot. Maybe they got new cooler spots, but we're, we're going to have to take a tour there. It's fine. Like I said, you know, my, my defense was as I had not had any sort of free time in a long time, and my Uber driver took me directly to a dispensary, and then I met all these strange Wolfpack members who I had never met in real life. And we started drinking, and you know that was a problem. And when we got to the game, I had to start doing laps of the stadium to stay awake. <laughs> won't 
won't won't be a won't be a problem. Won't be a problem in Portland. Sure, nah, buddy. No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. All that you'll fresh be, air. All that you'll fresh be air in, there, you'll be in fine form. Come to Minnesota. Need yeah, I, I will admit, Jay, I was looking at flights recently. Hey. Um, my wife was like, what are you even thinking about doing? We have too many trips planned, and so I'm gonna, I might have to pull a super secret trip out hey. there. Super secret, Edmonton Oilers, wild. You get to the city, you will not need a place to stay, food to eat, or tickets for the game because it's pretty sweet deal. They, they will have it covered for you. All right. All right. Well, it's pretty enticing. Spine, do we need to do a Minnesota tour or what? I kind of, Come I on. kind of want to do it now. Come on, gang. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. That. Maybe we should look let's at some go. dates here. Let's go to Minnesota. You know, let's make the the marks and Sp- and Spences and Sal's of the world all jealous. All right. Let's, let's make Dave. their. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I was a little jealous. Yeah. You know they they think that the, they're the elite they're the elite members of the wolf pack. Ha! I say, not on I my know. watch. Not on I my know. watch. Um, they, they don't they don't even come to the spaces anymore. Come on now. Mark That's was cool. here for two minutes. Fell asleep. Fell asleep. Um, <laughs> well, fellas, I got some dogs that need to be walked. Jay, it was just like me and you for an hour and a half until Steve came and actually had something interesting to say. I know. But uh, beyond that, if it's just me and you all night and that's it, I'd still have fun doing it. I always come in late. You always come in late. I know. Oh, we've missed we've missed a good spine howl out, so we're we're glad we we sit we are here. Too. We we sit here and fumble, and we try to put it together like kids who don't know the Nineteen Creed. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we really fumbled that last one. I got to re-listen to that. I can't wait to hear it. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, the, yeah. Kev had to rescue us a bit too. Yeah, the end of the last episode was pretty funny. Kev, Kev had to rescue you. Yeah, I blundered the start, and Kev was like, "I only know the start," and I was like, "Oh no!" So Kev rescued us. Shout out to Kev. Uh, awesome. Well, it was awesome connecting. Happy Thanksgiving, all my American friends, of which I now have so many, and uh, that makes me very happy. Um, yeah, we'll chat to you soon. Thanks, Steve, for joining in and talking about your collecting strategy with us. We always appreciate it. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or all those things, we appreciate you. Uh, I get messages every week from people that listened and weren't in the live form, so that always is nice to know that. Uh, we're doing this and people are listening later. So we appreciate it. And uh, yeah, can't wait to meet a few of you in Portland in what's going to be, geez, coming up pretty soon here. I think Springer in the chat, he's a Van City Raptors fan. You better be coming, buddy. Um, so we're going to do that. We're going to take over the city with our Raptors jerseys on. We're going to have to get Spine Charmer, like some Raptors gear or something. Wait a I'm wearing Wolfpack gear, bro. You better try mm. it. You got you know, to pick a side, man. What? You pick a side. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll, maybe you got to wear Blazers gear cuz yeah, you got to wear Blazers stuff cuz we're going to have to get Mike yeah, G503 he, to get you a spine, ticket. Spine if somebody has says, a Blazers hat I can borrow. Okay, I'm cool. Yeah, spine says he's going to wear Wolfpack stuff, but then he shows up in all Laker gear and bro, did you leaves, see me as... leaves big native hanging. No, bro. No, bro. <laughs> Listen, you have no clue what you're talking about because I had Wolfpack underneath. 
I showed up in the oh, Laker gear for to show up. Uh, you you uh, go look at that picture, partner. I took off the shirt and stripped down with the wolf pack to represent. Not only that, sir, I was on a chair in the back showing it off like nobody's business. I was more up in that picture than anybody else. What are you talking as, about, as, sir? As, 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 your, as, as the personal spine charmer photographer. Oh, he muted himself. <laughs> he actually muted himself. He was like, no, that's it. I'm ranting. Yeah. So, uh, Jay, you muted yourself. Uh, That's where we're at. You muted yourself. No, my earpod, my my AirPod died. We've been at it for so long. The blood. Sw- <laughs> oh the yeah, blood that's sw- true. We have been we've been on a marathon. Here, I was, yeah, I was saying totally. I, I said you don't you don't need to get after me because I was your your personal documentarian for Vegas of you taking scorpion shots, top golf. Yes everything i got more pictures of spine than i do of my children much love brother <laughs> i feel the love right back at you yeah we, have a, we have a couple great picks together honestly you've got a hell of a smile you, you sweetheart <laughs> so yeah uh, let's let's hook it up minnesota trip everybody descend on on the trip. all right twin city all right that's all School. you gotta do is get here okay Noted. Noted. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at some dates and see what I can weasel out here. I'm gonna I'm, you look at the dates and tell me after, okay, after I will. this after this uh, spaces ends. I'm looking up Edmonton versus Minnesota Wild, and then we'll we'll incorporate a Wolves game. In, see in, when it yeah. is. What about Calgary? Let's get Calgary. Calgary oh goodness. goodness. No? Hey, it no. could even be the Blue Jays against the Twins too. Jay, I'd be into that. Beautiful. We got some beautiful facilities. We we, we started yeah. doing best. We started doing the best. So, love it. I think that would be awesome. And there's so many wolf pack out in Minnesota too. So that could be really be a fun little Midwest. I want to I all you have to do all you have to do is talk to Yams and 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 see about the 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 showering of affection, attention, and competition. He, he said it was wild. He said you guys treated yeah. him so good. Yeah, and and I said, you know, and I said in in the in the in the 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 sub chat we had, I said, you know, you can tell you can tell that uh, you know, Yams isn't Minnesotan because he only thanked me one time for the tickets, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's Canadian. He says sorry lots, not thank you lots. Yeah. No. It's like a surprise face emoji. That's it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in. Uh, I'll see you guys next Friday. I think, I think I'm here next Friday. Hope so. Can't remember. You know what? Next Friday might be out, might be out next Friday. It might be either Jay or we're skipping a week. Well, yeah, that's the one thing we need to determine Wolf is, is whether or not this was a situation where like, I know where your where your keys are hidden. Your spare key yes. is hidden. Yeah, I've allowed. got the key there. So yeah, next Friday I'm it's you, bro. It's you. Your house when you're not there. Yeah, you can. Have, you come in next permission. week. These guys will show up. I think you should bring a bunch of. You should do like a Wolves Den meetup or something on oh, space. Man. Bring all your Minnesota people. Take over. 
Yeah, tell Spence. Spence loves to talk Timberwolves, so tell him you're hosting and you need him to come talk Timberwolves. Does Spence and, even come around anymore? Yeah, knock on his door loudly. I think he's a little inundated with work right now because he had two vacations and he went to Boston and then he came to Victoria last yeah. week too. He had a seizure at Wolfpack meetup yep. where he thought it was the elites. And that's the poor we, man. That's the poor guy, though. He thought he lived in a nice part of Canada, and then he came visiting here last week, and I think he had that crushing reality of how nice it is here. All you... <laughs> it was like golfing weather. I showed him where the golf courses were, and people were golfing, and he was like, wow, you weren't kidding. They really do golf in Victoria year-round. And I was like, yep. Took him on a hike in the sun. Yep. So I think well, he's... Brilliant spaces. Thanks yes. for your time. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Yes. Thank you. So, Spine, you. you want to take us out? Yes, I will. I, I said this the other day on uh, in our Wolfpack, but I said the, the future of fandom is friendship. And I think that uh, you, can, you can see that here. So, anyway. All the Wolfpack out there worldwide, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you'll join me in a good night. Ho! Ho! <laughs> that was an epic howl. <laughs> Night, yeah. That was awesome.